1: And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW group. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky?
0: Lucky?
3: I got yeah. the ChatGPT summary here. You How long ready. is it? What is this? It's not again? long. It's not long. It, so it's show? it's the it's the finale, the finale written for a season three of Mandalorian.
4: Oh, so you told to write the Mandalorian season three finale.
3: I wrote in, uh, write me a detailed season three finale for Star Wars: The Mandalorian. Okay, give it to us. Okay. Mm-hmm. No, this answer contains spoilers for season three of Mandalorian. Oh, it's
4: uh, good. That's nice. You know. Yeah.
3: So, the third season of The Mandalorian has been full of surprises, action, and emotion. As the finale approaches, tens- tensions been. are high, and the fate of the galaxy hangs in the balance. The it episode opens it. with The Mandalorian, Din Djarin, and his team uh, of allies, including Boba uh, Fett, Cara Dune, and Grief Karga. Boba Fett? Wait, <laughs> wait, 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 wait. wait, Dune! Cara, Cara Dune! back. She's back.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
5: I want to see that version. You got, you got Boba Fett? <laughs>
4: and what's Darn, her name? Carla. Per, per car, per what was her real car, name again?
3: Cara Dune and Grief Card. No,
4: no. what was her real name again in real life with the actress? Uh, Gina Carano, right? Yeah, yeah. there you go. Yeah. <laughs> in the middle of these major accusations, they bring back Gina Carano for the finale. <laughs> She'll Fuck. save the show. Yeah. Okay, yeah. anyway, so Cara Dune's back. That's great. Cara they Dune's can do back. Rangers of Republic now.
3: Yeah, that's all green-lit. So they're preparing for their final assault on Moff Gideon's stronghold. They have a plan to (laughs) rescue Grogu, the child who has been captured by Gideon and taken to an unknown location. Unknown. Unknown. As they Even make the, their the stronghold, okay, they're at the stronghold. <laughs> As they make their way through the fortress, they encounter fierce resistance from stormtroopers and other imperial yep. forces. But the Mandalorian and his team fight their way through using their skills <laughs> and weaponry to overcome the enemy. Finally, this
4: does sound like the way fucking Favreau writes. It's fucking scary. Like, it sounds like a Mandalorian episode. Yeah. Okay. Continue.
3: Finally, they reach Gideon's inner sanctum, where they find the moth <laughs> waiting for them with a squad of his best soldiers. Of course, mm-hmm. Gideon reveals that he has a new weapon—a dark saber that can cut through anything, including the Beskar armor worn by the Mandalorian.
4: Fuzz, I would love if that he did that, because like he's a clone and he doesn't know any better. But they're just like, like, yeah, we fucking know what it does. Like, no, you don't understand. <laughs> this old cut the best thing, yeah. yeah, like everything. Like, it'll take your armored down and like <laughs> <laughs> or even better yet if he's not the cloned version and he's just explaining this again but okay continue so their standoff is a new weapon called the dark saber mm-hmm. right?
3: A fierce battle ensues. The Ma- with the Mandalorian facing off against Gideon, while his yeah. allies take on the Imperial troops. Course the two so. warriors clash with their weapons. The dark Saber sparking against the Mandalorian's Beskar spear. So he's got the spear still. So he didn't dispose. <laughs> he decapitates
4: <of> <laughs> Dinjarin. <laughs>
3: um, <clears throat> so at last, the Mandalorian gains the upper hand and disarms Gideon. <laughs> this is my favorite part. But before he can claim the dark Saber, a new enemy enters the fray. None other than Grand Admiral Thrawn. <laughs> <laughs>
4: <laughs> Thrawn picks up the lightsaber And
3: so I'm, I'm already on board for this This re here here um, Thrawn, a brilliant strategist and mastermind of the Empire Has been hiding in the shadows Waiting yep. for the perfect opportunity to strike He is reveals that he has been behind the capture of Grogu all along <laughs> oh, Hoping <shit>. to <laughs> Hoping to use the child's connection to the Force To further his own plans for mm. galactic domination okay. Thrawn orders his troops to attack A massive battle breaks out The Mandalorian is <laughs> (laughs) Allies fight bravely, but they are outnumbered and outgunned. What? Get ready. Are you you, you, ready? I'm ready. (laughs) What's
2: going to happen?
3: (laughs) Just when all hope seems lost, a group of unexpected allies arrives. A fleet of New Republic ships led none other by than Jedi Master Luke Skywalker. (laughs) (laughs) So this is one to a hundred. We're getting everything.
5: It's <laughs> the most expensive finale this <laughs> on Disney Plus. Yeah. They're way over budget. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. Way over budget. <laughs>
4: We gotta do this. We gotta make this a sanguine on GV. My god. Oh, so, Luke Skywalker back in the fray.
3: Shit. Luke wields his green lightsaber with skill and precision, Good. cutting through the Imperial forces like a hot knife through butter. That's what it wrote here. <laughs> nice
5: description.
3: <laughs> yeah, very nice description. Uh, with Luke's help, the Mandalorian and his team are able to turn the tide of the battle. Thrawn is defeated, and the Empire suffers a crushing defeat. <laughs>
4: So that's it. Would you like it. that if Thron came in for like just ten <laughs> yeah. minutes of an episode Ten then, minutes only. already defeated by Luke Skywalker? Reveals he
3: was here behind behind the scenes the whole time. <laughs> Gideon's <laughs> just out at this point. Yeah. Um, yeah, he's not the real threat. He's yeah. not the real. He's the threat. At his stronghold. Yeah. yeah. So uh that we have yeah, with luke. so uh, in the aftermath of the battle the mandalorian is finally reunited with grogu who has been safely rescued luke reveals that he has come to offer the child a place in his new jedi academy hey, again. again again yeah and the mandalorian <laughs> one more must, chance one more chance <laughs> you
4: better take it you green fuck. <laughs> uh
3: the mandalorian must make a difficult choice to part ways with his beloved ward or to join <laughs> the fight against the empire and continue on the path of the warrior the season ends on a bittersweet note with the Mandalorian bidding farewell to Grogu and setting off on a new adventure, <laughs> determined to protect the galaxy and defend those he loves. There you go.
4: Again, they make the decision again. They did the whole scene. Oh my yeah, God. Like, I gave
3: it a quick read through like when we started, and just the part where it's like the fleet with Luke Skywalker <laughs> yes. shows up. I was like,
4: whoa. That's, that's incredible. Oh my God. That fleet led by Luke Skywalker. <laughs> yeah, and that's... when you
5: said when you said Th- Thrawn was lurking in the shadows, all I thought of was this.
3: Oh shit! <laughs> <He> just <laughs> crawling around. That He's version of around. Thrawn, yeah.
0: Yeah. I feel like Craglin could actually just randomly die in a post credit, and that would be <laughs>
4: the ending. He <laughs> dies in the shitter, and just Elvis style.
0: I, I feel like he accidentally kills himself with the uh, oh, fuck. the arrow. Oh,
5: the there. arrow that could be fitting actually. Yeah, they're
4: game. not. No, he's not killing himself. There, he went to the end game battle. No, he can control. it now. I know. He, he he can control it now. He, I, <laughs> he's like trying to call someone,
5: and he, and he whistles.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
4: yeah. No, I don't think. That, yeah, I don't think they're doing some And Kregler <laughs> taking his own life. I, I think I think that would have trickled out and people would have been like, hey, fuck this movie. That's that's not called. Don't form. see this movie because <laughs> yeah, of the yeah. end credit scene. Yeah, this is a disrespect to the character. Like imagine that the movie's like a ten out of ten in this scene. Oh man. <laughs> Alright. So, everybody's
5: just so puzzled. <laughs> <laughs>
4: yeah. And this guy's doing Superman. <laughs> fuck, you thought the Snyder films were dark. We're we're in for something now yeah let's move oh actually we gotta wait for taylor to be back because he's gone he has the chat gpt ending, and he's just gone now to get some sort he of might ice never cream be or back like that. no he, he's out of here you know <laughs> <laughs> we'll um, just be
5: dead air until he gets back
2: yeah <laughs> <laughs> it works hey, look at that it worked <laughs> you summoned him
4: you know that headphones. He's gonna take. Oh, look how long he takes to get his headphones on. You know. Uh, stop Taylor, talking about him. Stop Taylor, about We're ready for uh, the Chat GPT here. We're we've for been him. waiting. We have no yeah, content. We've been we here for an, an hour.
0: Dead air. Dead air for, for an minutes.
4: hour. Yeah, we talked about Pip the troll for twenty of it.
0: I <laughs> <laughs> <Unmute muted>. yourself. myself. <laughs> <laughs>
4: it's gonna be more dead air. <laughs> I
3: already read it, guys. <laughs> um, so. I asked, write me an in-depth sequel to Guardians of the Galaxy 2 after Avengers Endgame. Because I had to be very specific with this because it was okay. saying, I'm an AI, I can't spoil anything, I don't know <laughs> anything about the movie, so like,
2: okay. I'm
4: the high evolutionary. <laughs>
2: yeah. <laughs> the task you just <laughs> Pip the troll. So, okay, here we go. <clears throat>
3: after the events of Avengers Endgame, the Guardians of the Galaxy are still a team, but they are struggling Good. to find their place in the universe and that Thanos is gone. Star-Lord, Gamora, Drax, Rocket, and group. They're all dealing with the aftermath of the snap and the Gamora's loss. already
4: back with them, eh? Of
3: their friend and teammate. Shitty. Gamora.
4: They're all dealing with this. So is dealing with losing Gamora.
2: Mm-hmm. Okay.
4: Mm hmm. Okay. Yeah, that's tough. Uh,. <clears throat> who was that? Okay, so by wait, battle. is it Sorry, is
0: it because it we have two different timeline Gamoras? Is that what's mm-hmm. going on here? Yeah, Okay. okay.
4: Mm-hmm. So she said that she lost self. Okay. Now you buy it so far.
3: Well, yeah. not sad. They're uh they're dealing with the aftermath okay. of it. That's how it how it works.
4: Sorry, Jad, GPT. <laughs> uh, yeah,
2: mo- you? insert the emotion movie. into this. <laughs> yeah.
3: The movie begins with the Guardians on a mission to retrieve a powerful artifact from a distant planet. During their mission, they encounter a new enemy, a powerful alien race known as the Sovereign. The Sovereign are led by Aisha, who has created a new genetically engineered creature called that Adam Moralda. Is isn't
2: it? <laughs> they
4: fought these guys and Guardians too. Mhm. Bear with
3: me, bear with me.
4: (laughs) So they're fighting Warlock, okay?
3: They've created a new genetically engineered creature called Adam Warlock. With the sole purpose of destroying the Guardians, the Sovereign are seeking revenge against the Guardians for stealing their precious batteries in the previous movie. So that's been, that's, we got that. Even though first time meeting them again in this movie. It's the first mm -hmm. time, but
4: okay. As
3: the Guardians are fighting the Sovereign, they suddenly find themselves transported to a different part of the galaxy. There, they meet a group of aliens they meet a group of aliens who explain that they have been brought together to save the universe from a new threat. The Guardians are surprised to learn that this group includes former Avengers, such as Spider-Man, Captain Marvel, <laughs> and Ant-Man. Whoa.
2: Carol Danvers! Oh, we're Hold gonna off sta- Quantumania,
4: he's back in <laughs> <space>. <laughs> You got him, and then you got Carol Danvers as a movie next, and then you got Spider- That's a great Avengers lineup right there, yeah, Man. I like
3: it, I really Fuck. do. Mm-hmm.
4: That's awesome.
3: They are joined by other heroes such as Nova, Adam Warlock, and Kazar. So now Adam Warlock wait, has
0: joined wait.
4: them. It's probably like a Gomorrah situation, right? There's two of them. From- wait, Kazar like
0: the fucking caveman <laughs> guy? What's he I don't doing? Remember who Kazar is? Yeah, who's from- Kazar? From X Men, he's the uh, he's like the guy of the Savage Land. <laughs> Is that actually
3: who What's they're referring to? Brain? With his loincloth. Shit. <laughs> just okay. Sherlock. I can't there wait to go. see him on the Avengers
4: team. That's gonna be awesome. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they better yeah, keep him is. accurate. Okay. He casually
0: show. name drops the Savage line.
4: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I have a place we could hide. Uh,
3: the threat they face is a powerful entity known as the Magus, who is an evil version of Adam Warlock. Have you heard of this, <laughs> Travis?
4: <laughs> okay, I didn't know that was his name, but yeah, sure. Okay, so now we have three Adam Warlocks.
3: 3 Adam Warlock, Gamora, oh, um, Shit. Yeah.
4: The Megas has been
3: the Megas has been awakened by the actions of the Guardians is determined to destroy all a, all life in the universe. The only way to stop him is to destroy the cocoon in which he is kept, which will also destroy Adam Warlock. Oh,
4: that's fun that they mm-hmm. you kill both characters at the same time. All 3. Okay. All 3. All three, of them, three all
3: yeah, three. okay. As the Guardians and the other heroes race to stop the Megas, they must confront their own personal demons. <laughs> Of course, we're <laughs> <laughs> to screaming and work together as a team. Star Lord and Gamora have to deal with their complicated relationship, while Drax comes to terms with the loss of his family. Still, Rocket must yeah. still come into terms. Rocket must confront his past, and Groot is forced to grow up quickly. In the final battle, the Guardians and their new allies face off against the Magus and his army. It was a brutal, intense battle, but they managed to destroy the cocoon, killing Adam Warlock mm-hmm. and the Magus. Mm-hmm. However, the cost of victory is high as many of the heroes do not survive the battle.
0: Oh, fuck. We're, <laughs> we're
4: losing Spider Man in this movie.
3: <laughs> yeah, Spider Man dead for sure. Um, in the aftermath, yeah, the guardians are left to mourn their fallen friends, but they also find a renewed sense of purpose. They realize they are more than just a group of misfits, they are heroes who have the power to make a difference in the universe. Movie ends with the guardians flying off into space, ready to take on whatever challenges come their comes their way.
2: Wow. That
4: was that, that was hype kazar and spider-man on one team it, it kazar sp- drops not what i was expecting no. <laughs> it didn't no. specify like the desk because
3: i asked it a secondary question like okay like who is uh who's biting the bullet here or who dies in the script is what i wrote yeah um several heroes died during the final fight against magus and his army well i do not have full control over the script it wrote i can provide some possible scenarios okay. um and it was one possible scenario yeah adam warlock and magnus both die um Another possible scenario is Nova and Kassar sacrifice themselves. <laughs>
4: Damn, we just, um, got, we just, got, we just him. got him. We yeah. just got him.
2: <laughs> Drax <laughs> do or like Rocket
3: could make the ultimate sacrifice. <laughs> so <laughs> well, Nobody makes that. a sacrifice, but
4: they make the ultimate sacrifice. Okay. Yeah. Uh,
3: it says, yeah, too, yeah. that whoever lives or dies is up to the writers and directors of this movie. Oh, of course. Wow. Yeah, so, yeah, so yeah. That's yeah. goes go. oh. Spider Man, <laughs> Kassar. Ant Man's back. Like, it's
2: I want to see Kazar now.
4: Yeah, it's, it's gonna be a hype movie, man. I can't wait to see who they cast as Kazar. You know,
5: seven uh, days.
4: They should get um, Alexander Skarsgård after Northman. I feel like he'd like.
5: Oh, he'd, he'd
4: yeah. Good, good one. Imagine the that, Powell. yeah Yeah, imagine that. Oh. Your agent's like, "Hey, we finally got the MCU role. Great! What is it? You're gonna be playing Kazar, and you're gonna make the <laughs> ultimate sacrifice yeah. in first, movie. <laughs> first movie in done."
3: Hang on uh, a second hang on a sec. I'm I'm following with S comment.
4: What which, which one? Uh, oh what the post credit scene uh, is <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. You're gonna dude, I feel like that's gonna be too specific for the the AI bot, you know? I feel like you can't pull that up. Maybe I'm wrong, but I surprise let me you. see here. That's up to the writers, Taylor. Stop asking me yeah. these questions. Uh, how long is it gonna be? That'd be creepy Taylor?
5: if it just said Taylor.
4: Yeah, just get back name-gossip. to recording. <laughs> <laughs> Your viewers yeah. are waiting. Are you just chatting with it now? How long the screen,
3: the <laughs> screen fades to black <laughs> okay, after perfect. the final scene of Guardians of the Galaxy Three. Mm-hmm. Uh, as the credits begin to roll, but just when you think the movie is over, the screen fades back in to show a post-credits scene. We see a mysterious figure standing in the shadows, looking Ooh. out at space. Ooh. The camera slowly pans up to reveal that it's none other than Adam Warlock. <laughs>
5: <laughs> Adam. A fourth one? Yeah. Is it a fourth one now? <laughs> yeah, I guess so.
3: <laughs> Adam turns to the camera and speaks it is time for me to take my place among the cosmos the universe <laughs> is in the knee is in need of a protector and i will answer the call <laughs> he's, suddenly, he's talking to the audience suddenly <laughs> oh. a portal opens up behind him and he out steps the up. high evolutionary <laughs>
4: <laughs> oh. well right in, in this version of the script though he didn't get killed right the high evolutionary so mm-hmm. he didn't get yeah, killed didn't mm. yeah. Yeah. the
3: high evolutionary looks at him and nods we have work to do he says <laughs> <laughs> the scene ends with Adam and the High Evolutionary walking <laughs> through the portal and disappearing into the
4: unknown reaches of space. And then you get the Adam Warlock will return tag and stuff. So. Mm-hmm.
3: That's maybe cool. maybe the High Evolutionary survives and this is the actual. This could be this, <laughs> could be. Scene. this literally could <laughs> be the end. scene this he got
4: to do. Pip, <laughs> this could He's be. With the, Pip's yeah. at his side. <laughs> oh man, <laughs> what is going to happen in uh, Across the Spider Verse? What did you ask it?
3: So again, it's it's very limited on how on recent events. So I got to ask it specifically in a yes. specific way, which is write me a sequel to Into yes. the Spider Verse, and so it gave me it gave me the title Spider Verse Unleashed.
2: Well, that's, you know that's not
4: bad actually. Like I like I like, I like what they're doing with the across beyond into the Spider Verse, but like uh, unleashed, like that makes sense like the the multiverse unleashing. So so far. Like even though that's a work title, you get two thumbs up from me so far. It's you know? simple, easy to yeah. remember,
5: just like Jack Sparrow would say. Way
4: way easier than the SEO that's gonna be for fucking Spider Man across the Spider Verse. You know how much better <laughs> I would have liked just put Spider Man Unleashed, like,
2: way
5: you know? or go on Birds of Prey route. Like ChatGPT should have <laughs> named them that title as opposed to. Fin- I, I don't even remember it now. The, Birds of Emanci- Prey
4: and the Fabulous Emancipation of One Harley Jesus. Quinn. They had to throw <laughs> in the One Harley
5: Quinn, not even just of Harley Quinn.
4: After Taylor, we're gonna get you to ask it. What should a Harley Quinn tit- movie be titled? No. Okay, we're gonna yeah, do that okay. next. Yeah. Okay, Harley so Quinn go. Unleashed. Yeah. Just <laughs> 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 <This is> everything. <laughs> What's <that? laughs> season four, Mandalorian <laughs> Unleashed. No, it's Luke Skywalker Unleashed. Mandalorian story. So
3: synopsis. Uh, here we go. Spider, uh, Spider-Verse Unleashed is an exhilarating sequel to the beloved animated film, Spider-Man and the mm-hmm. Spider-Verse. The thrilling continuation delves deeper into the multiverse, expanding the Spider-Man mythology and exploring yeah. new dimensions while introducing compelling characters and facing unprecedented challenges. So, so far, so good. Yeah, that's great.
4: So. That that's, a, that's the synopsis of the movie we're talking about right now.
3: Exactly. Yeah. The uh, actual story here, okay, and I Can't. quote, the story picks up a year after the events of the first film, okay. Miles Morales, uh, now a Dead. confident... And <laughs> a confident experienced Spider-Man continues to protect his vi- okay. uh, version of New York City. However, yeah. a mysterious threat emerges from the depths of the multiverse, endangering not only his reality but the fabric of the
4: Spider-verse itself. Yes.
3: An ancient and powerful entity known as the Web Weaver has awakened.
4: Oh shit. <laughs> Do okay, you know shit. the Webweaver? Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, okay. Okay, that sounds um, awesome. I, if it's who I'm thinking of, let me take a look here. Screw moment. you, Miguel. I want the
5: web <laughs> weaver, Spider Verse Unleashed. Like this, this is all sounding good.
2: This
3: is good shit uh seeking to un- unravel the interconnected web of the multiverse and rewrite reality to its own whims as dimensions crumble and collapse numerous spider people from different realities are pulled into Miles' world each grappling with their own doubts fears and unique powers of course yeah. miles teams up once again with peter b parker gwen stacy mm-hmm. and other familiar faces together they must embark on a perilous journey across a kaleidoscope of dimensions Racing against time to find a way to stop.
4: <laughs> other than Web Weaver, so far this is just the sequel. to Did they did AI write the sequel to this movie? Because everything it's literally because it even did Peter B. Parker, spider like and other friends. So it's like I got a lot they, of
3: like notes here saying that this can't source from anything beyond like 2021. Okay, that's still far, that's it, it's also. pretty close. it's pretty cool. It is pretty close. Very yeah. impressed. Um. Stop the web weaver before it consumes all realities. Mm-hmm. Along their quest, they encounter intriguing new iterations of Spider-Man. They meet Miguel O'Hara, oh <laughs> shit, future. not
5: a villain yeah. though,
3: Sounds not like. a well, he not he the main brings villain. Advanced technology and a jaded outlook. They also encounter <laughs> <Jaded>. May <laughs> a, Mayday Parker, j- j- the daughter jaded. of Peter Parker from an alternate reality who inherited before you continue, the mantle of
4: Spider-Man, or Spider-Man. We got Webweaver right here, so. That's not I a good sign. Love that outfit. Look at the T Rex or the the. Yeah, that looks T Rex. Not a good sign though. AI wanted to make uh, one of the gay Spider-Man characters the villain, so you know right away it's like. <laughs> <laughs> no, not do <not> like that. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, there you go, Web Weaver. But okay, Taylor, continue.
3: Okay. Uh, do, as the heroes navigate treacherous realms and face formidable adversaries, they learn oh. valuable lessons about sacrifice, unity, and the true essence of heroism. Miles, in particular, faces a personal journey of self-discovery as he grapples with the weight of his responsibilities and the desire to honor the legacy of his predecessor. Okay. This is the most accurate
4: one we've gotten so far. This is yeah crazy.
3: The search for a solution leads them to a forgotten corner of the multiverse, where they encounter oh. a mysterious figure known as the uh, Arachnomancer. Now, have you heard of that?
4: Oh, no, like, I've not heard of the Arachnomancer. That is amazing. So cool, Kirkland, you're <laughs> gonna search that one up because I can't spell those I'm, two I'm words. i it up.
3: Yeah, that's super, super cool. With her ancient knowledge and connection to the web of life, she holds the key to restoring balance and stopping the web weavers' rampage. I just Shit. love that. It's like a matrix.
5: That is so cool. Guy. I've only the only references to D and D, so it doesn't sound like it's an actual. She uh, just
4: made it up. Did you type Marvel and then those two words? Of course I didn't. I yeah. just said oh, okay, <laughs> um, one word by
5: the way.
3: Okay. Let's see the web weaver. Something that wrote web oh Weaver's gosh! Rampage. Oh, did
5: you get it? Uh, I don't think so. It brought me to Arachnoman. But then <laughs> Could also be so. Maybe what it's pulling from. The spectacular Arachnomancer. But this is like fan art.
3: But mm. Cause I'm 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 gonna keep digging, digging. Uh. However, they soon realize that defeating the Webweaver requires a sacrifice that could reshape their understanding of what it means to be a hero. In an epic confrontation, the Spider People join forces, combining their unique abilities and forging mm-hmm. an unbreakable bond. Mm. Through their unwavering determination and selflessness, they succeed in unraveling the Webweaver's plans and saving the Spider-Verse from destruction. As the dimensions stabilize, the Spider-People bid farewell to each other and return to their respective realities with newfound hope and purpose. Miles embraces his role as a beacon of inspiration, knowing that the Spider-Verse will always be there to support him when needed. Uh, Spider-Verse Unleashed is a visually stunning and emotionally resonant sequel that honors <laughs> the spirit of the original film. <laughs> expanding it's it's giving a review of its so own anyways. story. <laughs> it is. With its dynamic character's dazzling animation, a powerful exploration of identity and heroism, the film captiv- captivates audiences and leaves them eagerly awaiting the next chapter in the Spider-Verse Ooh. saga. And, of course, I wanted to uh, expand on this, too, yep. in a post credit scene. Nice. The shadowy figure secretly observes the spider people and plots Luke Skywalker with the, <laughs> his, his personal fleet, um, public
4: flight or fleet, uh, yeah,
3: uh, and plots to exploit the multiverse's vulnerability oh, for their own nefarious plans, setting the stage for future adventures. Uh, and in this post-credit scene, the shadowy figure is revealed to be none other than. Norman Osborn. Oh oh, shit! I can buy that. Having witnessed the Spider People's ability to traverse the multiverse, becomes obsessed with harnessing its power for his own sinister purposes. Motivated by his insatiable thirst for power, Norman begins assembling a team of villains from different dimensions, each with their own unique abilities. Plans to exploit the unstable nature of the multiverse, seeking to gain unparalleled dominion over all realities. Norman's ultimate goal is to create a device capable of manipulating and controlling the multiverse, giving him unrivaled power and allowing him to reshape reality according to his desires. And this sets the stage for a thrilling showdown between the Spider People and Norman's team of interdimensional villains. You know Holy these writers; these
4: writers don't want AI involved, but fuck, they just gave me a great. You know, Guardians, <laughs> Guardians, and Mando finale. Not so much Spider Verse, man. That that's a great anchor. Villains from different dimensions. Oh man, that's that is epic, that and like great. to lead into like a, a super <laughs> ultimate showdown. I'm, like I'm that. Like Sinister Six from the <laughs> yeah. multiverse versus the Spider Friends. That's uh, I could see that poster. Fuck, yeah, I like that number. a lot. Yeah, I like that a lot. I was
5: expecting a lot more ridiculous. Line but yeah
4: no, like, this, damn, they, this actually it sounds hard. good <laughs> can you ask another thing can you ask who's gonna die in this movie i just want to get its opinion on that it might not be able to accept it so if not that's fine and then after we need that harley there's, quinn follow-up i was computer trying it just explodes i was
3: trying <laughs> i was trying to ask it how many <laughs> spider-men it thinks will die but it wasn't it wasn't comfortable answering that but uh, i don't feel comfortable answering
2: this taylor <laughs> yeah like? i don't talk about death. <laughs> I
4: don't know talking about death or blowjobs okay (laughs) those are my two limits you just say ask (laughs) him ask and see and then jobs I'm fine with but (laughs) blowjobs yeah
3: okay Uh, now it's like it's it's spinning it's spinning it in like a sequel because it's I've it's after the fact like it's oh, it's okay. pulling this main script that it wrote for the movie and the oh. post credit scene. So now okay. it's kind of combining the two, if that makes sense. So
4: You can just tell us who dies, yeah
3: uh in spider-verse unleashed uh right. yeah, it's always challenging to uh decision to determine which characters may meet their demise uh <laughs> during the climactic a, battle, Telling the actor it's telling as
4: him. he dies five minutes into the movie the miles hour, it's always challenging to decide who lives and goes <laughs> uh
3: during the climactic battle against yes. the weaver and norman osborne's team mm-hmm. of interdimensional villains tragedy strikes as peter parker the older and wiser mentor Figure to Miles Morales sacrifices himself to protect the other mm. Spider people. Peter's Damn. death serves as a pitiful moment that inspires Miles and the rest of the team to find their strength within themselves to carry on to defeat the villains. Peter's sacrifice highlights the theme of responsibility, passing of the torch. Mm-hmm.
4: So Peter B Parker is going to eat it in this one, I guess, eh? Let's see. That's what it said. What do you mean? What are you saying? Let's see. Does
3: for anyone me. else die? I'm asking. <laughs> Murder <laughs> them all. AI. Murder them all. It's not. It's not. <laughs> okay. It, it's telling me it's not necessary for additional major characters to die at this point. Um, however, to create suspense and raise the stakes um, during the battle against Weaver and Osborne's team, um, so. <laughs> Some innocent civilians may be caught in the crossfire. And <laughs> <lose> their, lives. <laughs> their deaths well, can serve as emotional catalysts for the spider people.
4: Won't give up any Damn. main characters, but these civilians—they're—they're they're biting. It. <laughs> just picture
5: that one lady from uh, Green Lantern <laughs> with the giant fucking head. Just locks on. <laughs>
2: just oh takes God. her. Up. <laughs> oh, okay.
4: And finally asked it what what like what would be a good title for a Harley Quinn movie? Give us that. Mm. Because this is what people could have been using in uh 2020, maybe. <laughs> it's like the birds yeah. of pay and the family's man to pay. same title. <laughs> yeah. It might do it. Yeah, so. maybe. We'll see.
3: Oh, wow. That was quick. Title Harley Unleashed. Quinn Breaking
4: Chains okay you know that that you know actually <laughs> again not to give you credit Damn. <laughs> it would have worked because the whole movie about her getting away from the joker and being on her own so she's breaking chains like it is a very like i don't know like hot topic type of title but Fleetwood Mad, that's like the theme here. song for it too I'll oh Never yeah.
5: break the chain
4: yeah but they get someone else they get like doja cat to re- like <laughs> yeah they like cover it for sure you know i'm so. a boss i'm a bitch yeah oh great song
5: Is that a wrestling team, New World Order? Yeah. Okay.
4: And WO. And I only know that because I was at Costco today and a
5: a guy was wearing a shirt and it was like PWO, same font. It was Punjabi World Order. Is that like an actual wrestling thing or is that just. No. No. Okay. He, Marvel, yeah, I right. quickly yes. went up to him. That's a knockoff. That's not real. Just rip it it's off. NW.
4: <laughs> yeah, it's NWO. <laughs> <laughs> and then him and his friends beat the shit out of. Yeah, Brooklyn. he was a big
5: guy. little He
4: wasn't sick on Friday. He just got beat the shit by the PWO. <laughs> <laughs> so Taylor, I'll start with you because also I think you'll probably be seeing it on another time. You'll probably we'll probably get your thoughts like an after nine or the Golden Geeks and stuff like that. Well, oh.
3: maybe maybe not. You know, we got a certain drive through. <laughs> Where <drive-through>. are you? <laughs>
4: And, uh, where, where are you right now? Just we'll watching. Yeah. <laughs> this movie is amazing. I'm here That's with the PWO. Ever We're ever watching had. the Flash. He um, got shirts. Why, why do you scream, Ezra Miller, in the theater? I'd be so scared. She's on the phone. You're like, oh, I love it. Ezra Miller. Right. <laughs> I've watched Geek first. Oh, they're here. Um, no, I
3: think there, there's a high chance I could be seeing. It Allegedly, actually, like, just a day job. of. <laughs>
4: <laughs> <laughs> Ezra Miller wearing a PWO shirt shows up at the theater looking for Kirkland. He's like, "Yeah, I heard what you said about my boy."
5: <laughs> I would get so nervous. Like I, I feel
4: like, I feel like I would.
5: Like, it'd be one thing to like just see a celebrity like walk into the theater, but like specifically Ezra Miller with. with with the PWO shirt, I would be sweating. There's I'd be two things you don't shit. want to
4: bump into in a dark alley right. after the movie. It's a bunch of big buff guys <laughs> and Ezra Miller. Because you don't know what's gonna happen.
5: So yeah, especially like if they just had like like super intent, like just scanning the crowd, like really like <laughs> yeah. just monitoring for you.
4: Oh. Anyone know if the host of Geek First Podcast is here? <laughs> hey, hopefully they're getting the help they need and you know, all, yeah. all the best to them and stuff, but the usual You know, is anyone gonna die? Stuff like that. I don't think so. That anybody that is inconsequential to the or the people that will. It's like Zod. And like I don't think his mom.
5: Ben (laughs) Ben Affleck, get me (laughs) away from this franchise. Kill me (laughs) off,
4: please. (laughs) 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 But we just introduced. He like dies
5: as Bruce Wayne too. Like not even a suit or anything exciting. He just has a heart attack. (laughs) (laughs) Heart attack. (laughs) <laughs> he had a, some 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 uh, uh, co- some bad things happened in a plastic surgery bed. It's just some surgical error.
4: That's how he died. He's like, no, it's like from erectile dysfunction pills. something <laughs> that <what laughs> takes Batman down. Just trying to get a heart on. His heart <gasps> couldn't take all the Viagra. Yeah. Bumping. Just boner in the bad suit, but um.
2: <laughs> I, I don't know what. Just take like like a c-
4: sheet over his corpse, but just a hard on. I <laughs> <laughs>
5: I had a very ridiculous thing to comment on, but I completely forgot about it when you're going. So,
4: uh, Manhattan's cock? How no,
5: it wasn't Manhattan's cock. I think it was cock. Neck was
4: snapping, Zod's cock. Is she going to just snap that? She's not going to snap his neck, snap his cock. That
5: would stop <laughs> <Just> him. <grabs laughs> a yeah, he ain't doing like laser. Terrible audio effect, too, like in the theater. <laughs>
4: just like, ah. Oh. <laughs> he ain't so, doing no laser <laughs> eyes and someone rips his dick off, I'll tell you that much. I, uh, Clark should have thought of that, Man Steel. <laughs> I'll just put it out there.
3: Uh, This Kara seems exceptionally more like she's definitely. She I feel like there's definitely superhero vibes from her, but I definitely feel like this is a woman that gives no fucks. Like she's like look where she was held hostage. She's gonna say it's woke. No, she's gonna absolutely fucking kill people. She's gonna rip people in half. She's gonna give no fucks.
4: (laughs) Okay, she's not ripping anybody in half. Oh yeah, maybe Zod's cock, but not. Look where she (laughs) was kept though.
5: (laughs) The Mortal Kombat zoom in. (laughs) Very talented. This,
4: this movie just like <laughs> batflick dies with the boner, a boner. Barry runs on that Hancock. Zod's cock ripped off. Monkey's like mine doesn't work anywhere Like it's just very cock. Ten like, percent Rotten Tomatoes. All <laughs> the reviews. Why do you have so many phallic imagery in the <laughs> in this
5: movie? <laughs> I just think that's the best business <laughs> route to go because if there is Justice fans versus Snyder fans, like you're not really aggravating anyone.
4: Theater breaks on a fight with Ezra Pwo <laughs> just leading the charge. I, that's why I just want to ask because you, you specifically said Taylor a sequel to his cut, so we might get some differences if you were to do the Jostly, But that's fine. This is, this is So you just said featuring DC characters, not Keaton's Batman. Uh, well,
3: other DC characters. So. I think the interesting thing here is, is yes, yeah, like, I'll I'll get into it because okay, it, it's yeah, funny. Cool. It's funny how this, this script actually piece things together. And you have to know ChatGPT only goes up to like twenty nineteen or twenty twenty or some year like that, so it doesn't go okay. all the way up to current times. Um, yeah. Okay. So the title, I love when it gives us titles. The oh, Flash yeah. Crisis Unleashed.
4: <laughs> all right, I'm playing off so like Crisis on Infinite Earths is a DC event. So okay, sure.
3: Uh, and then we have synopsis after the events of Zack Snyder's Justice League Barry Allen aka the Flash finds himself grappling with the fallout from the multiverse altering events eager to explore the depths I think he means when he turns back time or something Kep. like that.
4: Or, uh. <laughs> but see that's the thing and in, jo- in Justice League that doesn't happen so they could if they ever say hey remember when I turn back time that'd be a Snyder cut thing that didn't happen that's and, true. so we'll find out uh, but okay so he's go continue
3: eager to explore the depths of his powers and fix the timeline barry embarks on a perilous journey across multiple dc timelines encountering alternate variants of familiar heroes and villains nice in this epic adventure barry's primary objective is to prevent the impending crisis that threatens to unravel the fabric of reality itself the speed force becomes his gateway to various timelines allowing him to navigate the multiverse in search of answers and solutions along the way he encounters different versions of his fellow heroes and is forced to confront his own fear and insecurities As Barry races through the timelines, (laughs) he encounters an array of alternate DC characters. He crosses paths with a hardened and battle-worn Batman, who has become an instrumental figure in leading a resistance against an authoritarian regime. Barry's alliance with this alternate Batman proves crucial in his quest to restore order across the timelines. Meanwhile, he encounters Superhero. Supergirl, a Kryptonian (laughs) survivor. (laughs) I'm Superhero. (laughs) (laughs) a super uh, kryptonian survivor who in his timeline Mm -hmm. was raised by or uh, raised on earth by the military together they form a powerful bond as barry helps her navigate the complexities of her powers while she Mm -hmm. aids him in his mission during his journey barry also encounters alternate versions of wonder woman aquaman and green lantern each of whom offers unique perspectives and assistance they come from (laughs) timelines where this very safe uh,
4: script so far chat gtv i'll say
3: that there yeah They come from timelines where their worlds were reshaped by unforeseen events and their experiences enrich Barry's understanding of the multiverse. Uh, As Barry races against time, he discovers that an entity known as the uh, Anti-Monitor, have you heard of that before? Yep. A powerful cosmic being who seeks to devour entire realities is the source of the crisis. He must gather all his speed and ingenuity to unite the various heroes from different timelines and face this formidable threat head on. The Flash's mission is not only to save the multiverse, but also to confront his own personal demons and insecurities. Throughout this journey he learns that his powers and role as a hero are not defined solely by his speed, but by, by his compassion, determination, ability to inspire hope. Quotations, The Flash Crisis Unleashed is an exhilarating and emotional roller coaster that explores the boundless possibilities of the DC multiverse, showcasing the strength and resilience of its iconic characters in the face of extraordinary challenges with high stakes action, surprising twists, and heartfelt character arcs. The film sets the stage for a new era of interconnected storytelling within the DC universe. Doesn't end there.
4: That's I was going to say, this one proves why we should be paying the writers to get off strike and whatnot. How, how many times have they said met an array of DC characters in this one?
3: Oh, lots. And
5: to deal with his own insecurities. Yeah. He's very insecure, Barry.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah. My cock, so, it's pretty small. Uh, write me a post-credit scene <laughs> that takes place after the film. Yeah. The screen fades into a dimly lit room filled with computer monitors displaying various images and data. The camera pans across the room, revealing a mysterious figure sitting in a high tech chair, their face it's obscured always, by it's shadows. Always it's always. A always. A it's the Goblin King! Um, uh, they seem to be monitoring the events unfolding in different timelines. Suddenly, a holographic image of Barry Allen the Flash appears before the figure. The figure leans forward, clearly intrigued by what they see. A deep, ominous voice resonates through the room. The figure says, So, the Flash has discovered the secrets of the multiverse. Fascinating. The camera slowly (laughs) zooms in on the figure's gloved hand, which rests on the armrest of the chair. A distinctive ring with a lightning bolt emblem catches the light. It appears that the time has come for me to take my presence known, or to me to make my presence known, sorry. The figure clenches their fist, causing the lightning bolt on the ring to glow with a sinister energy. A crackling surge of power envelopes the figure, revealing the iconic costume of the Reverse Flash.
4: Oh, sure. Reverse okay.
3: Flash. The Speed Force belongs to me, Barry Allen, and I'm sure that you and your newfound allies pay for meddling with the multiverse. It meddling?
5: was me, me Barry. It was me, Barry. <laughs> <laughs> It didn't cross my mind
4: once, time predictions. (laughs) You remember when that woman touched your thigh and you came right away? (laughs) It was me, Barry. It was me the whole time. (laughs) Uh, The scene ends
3: with the reverse. flash's maniacal laughter echoing through the room, hinting at the thrilling conflicts and confrontations that lie ahead for the Flash and his allies in future installments of the DC universe.
4: (laughs) Okay. Doesn't look like it's happening. Oh, I like the version
5: go. more if it actually went, like, another, like, again, you would have to rewrite the character, but, like, another Ezra as, like, an evil version,
4: though. I think that's fun. What if this Ezra's evil? Like, the one of the other, like, the. what if we meet another Ezra that's evil? The PWO Ezra? The PWO the, Flash. Uh, Barry Allen. <laughs> yeah.
5: <laughs> <laughs> Instead of, like, a reverse Flash, so you just wearing that shirt. Yeah. It was me, Ezra. Okay.
4: So, right now, are you ready there?
3: I'm I'm ready if you are. And I got okay. I got the post credits scene there oh, for you as well. A nice.
4: mysterious figure. Yeah, and a perfect. <laughs> yeah. Thank you, okay,
3: let's it was do me this. All along, Barry. Dim
4: Dimly lit room.
5: First <laughs> flash again. Yeah. <laughs>
3: right. Okay, let's see this. Um,
4: this should be a good one.
3: Batman Beyond Return of oh, the Night. I'm just so excited
4: to see Return of the Night. Oh, okay, not bad. If I think you just
3: uh, Night. How <laughs> did it spell night? Uh, K-N-I K N I. Okay, good. <laughs>
4: okay, this will be good because I'm excited to see if it actually takes Terry McGinnis or what it does. So yeah, give it okay. to us.
3: Uh, so it takes place in the dystopian future where Bruce Wayne, portrayed by Michael Keaton, has retired as Batman and Gotham <clears throat> City has fallen into chaos. The story follows a young man named Terry McGinnis, yeah, a troubled good. teenager who start on the Batcave and discovers Bruce's secret identity. Perfect. Terry, haunted by personal tragedy, takes up the mantle mm-hmm. of Batman under Bruce's guidance, becoming the new protector of Gotham City. Together, they form an unlikely partnership as Terry learns the ropes of crime fighting and faces a formidable threat that tests his resolve and determination. Perfect. In this thrilling adventure, a new villain emerges, threatening to unleash havoc upon the city, Derek Powers.
4: Yes, Derek <laughs> Who Powers. Is Derek
3: Powers? Sounds like Austin Powers.
4: He's blight. He becomes uh, In Batman Beyond, have you ever seen the, the villain that's green and he like glows and stuff like that? He's he's very he's Norman Osborn like he, okay, his yeah. uh, whole thing is skins yeah. falling off under his skin he's like a radioactive we'll pull him up after but okay this, this is going when well I, so far
5: when I hear Derek Powers I just thought the Ant Man villain like the oh God, yeah, 1. that's his yeah. name right Derek or Darren or something it ah, was, Darren, it
4: was something like yeah, Darren yeah Darren Cross yeah there you go okay. um, at least I died in Avenger. <laughs>
3: A powerful industrialist has undergone a transformation becomes the menacing Blight. With his vast resources and advanced technology, Blight aims to exert control over Gotham and eliminate anyone who stands in his way. As Terry struggles to fill Bruce's legendary boots, he grapples with the responsibilities and challenges of being Batman in a futuristic world. His suit, enhanced with cutting-edge technology, grants him increased strength, agility, and an array of gadgets. But it is his determination and sense of justice that truly define him as the Dark Knight. Throughout the film, Terry's journey is interwoven with the past as Bruce Wayne shares stories of his time as Batman. The legacy of Batman, its triumphs and sacrifices become central to Terry's character development, shaping him into a worthy successor to the iconic cape and cowl. Terry also encounters a host of characters from Batman's past, including an older Barbara Gordon, now a seasoned oh, commissioner of Gotham yep. City Police Department. She becomes a vital ally to Terry. It's
4: pretty much just uh, taking from the show. <laughs> like Clearly, it's just ripped off the show and put it into gone. a movie. Yeah.
3: Uh, offering guidance and support as he navigates the dangerous world of vigilantism. As the battle against Blight intensifies, Terry faces personal challenges, discovering his own unique strengths and learning to trust his instincts. The film delves into the themes of identity, legacy, and enduring power of the Batman symbol to inspire hope in the face of adversity. <laughs> Batman Beyond Return of the Night combines thrilling action sequences, breathtaking visuals of a futuristic Gotham City, and a gripping storyline that pays homage to the rich Batman mythos while pushing the boundaries of the character's legacy. With Michael Keaton reprising his iconic role, this film serves as a bridge between the past and the future, <laughs> showcasing <laughs> the a... enduring legacy of Batman and the continued fight for justice. This sounds Odyssey.
4: exactly like the garbage that gets put out sometimes, like just a the synopsis there. Oh, there you go. That, another safe one from chat GPT. So they're, they're, they, they, don't, they, they probably know our episodes. They don't like us making fun of them in stuff I like guess.
3: <laughs> yeah. It's AI man. It. It's always learning.
4: Yeah, what's his end credit? That's
3: end Yeah, here. post credit scene. Uh the screen fades into a dark alley in Gotham mm-hmm. City. Rain pouring down heavily, light lightning flashes, illuminating the silhouette of a figure standing atop a building. Of course. Overlooking the city. It's Michael Keaton's Bruce Wayne. His face partially just... hidden by the shadows of his cowl.
4: <laughs> oh his Oh, it's just Bruce Wayne. In, his suit. in the alley. Him. Yeah yeah <laughs> Go ahead, Um, What's he doing here?
3: uh, As the camera zooms in, a mysterious voice echoes through the alley. (laughs) Impressive work, Terry. You've proven yourself as Gotham's New Dark Knight. (laughs) Terry McGinnis in his Batman (laughs) Beyond suit emerges from the darkness and stands before Bruce, a mix of exhaustion and determination (laughs) on his face. Thanks, Bruce. I couldn't have done it without your (laughs) guidance. (laughs) Bruce nods approvingly, a hint of pride in his eyes. Gotham needs a protector now more than ever. But remember, Terry, the city is bigger (laughs) than any one person. You'll need allies to carry on the fight. I understand. I won't let you down, Bruce. Bruce places a gloved hand on Terry's shoulder. I know you won't. Now let's get back to work. (laughs) Suddenly... Wait, wait,
4: wait. so he gave up the whole movie about training Terry to be Batman, but at the end, Batman's like, fuck it, I'm going to be Batman again. Yeah, he's he's, he's got his own (laughs) dad what he was missing. You're going to need
3: allies, so I'm coming back as Batman, (laughs) Terry. I'm going to do it. You're going to be Robin now.
4: (laughs) I'm Batman. You're Batman Beyond. You're not the same thing. Anyways, Uh, continue.
3: Suddenly a bat signal illuminates the night sky, casting a symbol of hope over the city. The camera pans up to reveal Commissioner Barbara Gordon standing on the rooftop of the Gotham City Police Department building, signaling for Batman's help. Terry and Bruce exchange determined looks, ready to answer the call. <laughs> the scene ends with Terry and Bruce leaping off the rooftop, silhouetted against the city skyline as they embark on a new chapter of their partnership, protecting cool, Gotham as the dynamic duo of Batman and <laughs> yes, Batman <you> Beyond. <What>?
4: Uh, It's good to see you again, Batman. Yes, and here's my sidekick, Batman Beyond. (laughs) I love that. This is how lazy chatg 2 is getting. The end credits just like a scene ripped out of the movie, put at the end credit, which I guess Marvel does sometimes, so credit to them. Especially
5: like the dialogue. It's like, thanks, Bruce.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Out in public. (laughs) Impressive work, too. Thanks, Bruce. (laughs) But Gotham needs a protector now more than ever. You know, you're going to need allies, so I'm coming back.
4: (laughs) Oh, could you ask that? Can you ask who's directing this movie? Give us a sense of style. I guarantee oh, you the easy answer is Tim Burton. I guarantee you just fucking coughs out and says Tim Burton. Oh,
3: the movie Batman Beyond: Return of the Night is directed by Matt Reeves. <laughs>
4: so, <laughs> shit. So he's. I wonder, does he do the Batman 2 or does he leave that to go do Batman? Oh, he's Beyond leaving. He's the- doing
5: this <laughs> side project.
4: I could do two Batman in the same movie. He probably gets. He gets
2: passed and played Terry up
4: with
3: Batman Beyond. Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah, can you ask who's
4: playing Tam McGuinness Yeah, that's, you know.
2: Since
5: we're
3: here.
4: Yeah, I think as well. Fuck. God damn. How do I
3: spell his last name again? M- it's
4: a McGinnis like C- the drink.
3: Definitely different spelling. Is it? Yeah.
4: Oh. Uh,
3: what do I know? Well, the casting of the role of Terry McGinnis/Memagon has not been officially announced. Well, the no fucking shit? <laughs> <laughs> what, do they, what do they know that we don't? <laughs> oh my god! A popular choice among fans and a potential candidate for the role could be actor Timothy Chalamet. <laughs>
4: <laughs> you know what? I can't. Chalamet's, they got an
3: explanation here. Uh, Timothy's okay. youthful energy, acting range, and ability <laughs> no. to bring depth to his character could make him a compelling choice to portray Terry McGinnis. However, please great, know. Oh. Oh, Sorry, please to please, on this caption choice is speculative. Yeah, there we
4: go. Okay. He, okay, Charlie to me is that guy. He's going to be able to play anything, so he would be good. I guarantee you, because he's white and a, a little taller and he has the black hair, he would get a lot of fan casts. So, you know what? That's not out of the realm of possibility there, but wow, well, there you go. <laughs> 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 well let's open up Taylor because you got it out there so see what you're working on so yes we always do this and stuff like that so uh because the finale of Mandalorian started this so Taylor what what is we're getting in our predictions because I, I got some but not too many but what is What was the question you posed to it for the plot of the show or synopsis or whatever it is write me a
3: synopsis for a Marvel secret invasion uh that takes place a few years after Avengers Endgame it includes okay. some cinematic surprises that That yet executed in the MCU. I had a bit of a grammar mistake there, but ChatGPT still delivered, so it's okay. Perfect. Yep. Uh, Okay. Title, Marvel's Secret Invasion, obviously. Synopsis. Perfect. They nailed it. They nailed the title, yeah. (laughs) Years after the events of Avengers Endgame, the Marvel Cinematic Universe MCU faces a new and insidious threat. The Skrulls, a shape-shifting alien race previously seen in Captain Marvel, have infiltrated Earth. Replacing key individuals in positions of power and influence. Their plan? Question mark To slowly dismantle human society and take control of the planet.
2: Yep.
4: Okay. Okay. Uh, seems seems right. Yeah, it seems like the show so far.
3: The movie opens with Carol Danvers, aka Captain Marvel, detecting strange energy signatures okay. on Earth. Uh oh. Yeah, I guess it's it's doing a movie in this sense. I guess.
0: Okay. It doesn't want to do a TV show. on the way. She is time. in Earth right now, right? Or you know, yep. pre Marvels, she's yep. getting swapped there. So. Mm-hmm.
3: Uh, she signatures uh on Earth that she suspects to be Skrull related. She reaches out to Nick Fury, who has been operating from a hidden shield outpost. Fury has been tracking Skrull activities and assembling a team of trusted individuals who are aware of the alien threat. Fury's always assembling those teams. Yes. As, he likes yep. to do. Um, as Fury's team investigates further, they uncover evidence of a Skrull queen named Ver- Veranke. V-E-R-A-N-K-E. Is that familiar sure. to you, Travis?
4: Uh, kind of, but not really. Like, not enough to comfortably pronounce it. (laughs) Uh,
3: Who is orchestrating the invasion. Varanke possesses the ability to mimic not just appearance, but also superhuman powers, making her an extremely dangerous adversary. Super scroll. The team realizes that Varanke plans to replace a number of powerful heroes and government officials, ensuring complete control over Earth. With the heroes divided and uncertain whom to trust, an intense game of cat and mouse ensues. Spider Man and Ironheart find themselves in a thrilling showdown with a scroll imposter, Doctor Strange.
4: This is wow, this is Tom's (laughs) next appearance. (laughs) Yeah, remember, he has one more MCU appearance, he's gonna be in the show. Okay, cool. Uh,
3: while Captain Marvel and Nick Fury battle Scroll agents in an attempt to locate Varant secret base. Uh things build to an explosive climax as the heroes discover Veronica's hidden layer and engage in all out battle against the Skrulls. Iron Man's AI, based on Tony Stark's personality, <laughs> is reactivated and helps guide the
4: team. <laughs> oh no. <laughs>
3: That's wild.
5: An AI writing a script with an yeah, AI character. An AI.
4: <laughs> Look, gotta make sure you get this in there. Uh, so, okay, so Downey's back. Highest build.
5: Highest old... build actor. Yeah, uh,
4: Downey. and
3: Cruise. Sh- Providing crucial information and tactical support. In a surprising twist, Tony Stark himself is revealed to have been in hiding, (laughs) having faked his death. (laughs) <laughs> that's
0: a pretty hard death to paint wow you got to give him credit on
4: that one. so does <laughs> that mean everyone. so does that mean in the end game final battle that he like switched places with a scroll is that was all they're animation
3: saying? like he's just like just create an illusion with his um barf tech from mysterio that was oh like, that <laughs> i was <laughs> saying that he just day.
4: tagged out and he's like you go do the battle i'll be here so he's still with pot somewhere he's at he's at the funeral like watching in the background like who showed up yeah, yeah. Okay, so he faked uh, his death, cool. Having faked his death
3: during the events of Avengers Endgame to better combat the Skrull threat. So oh. he knew in advance.
4: He wasn't even worried about Thanos. He's like, you guys go do this. <laughs> yes. I gotta the go do the Skrulls. <laughs> Man, this show's gonna be huge. It's gonna ruin Endgame, though. But, uh,
3: Okay, so the final act delivers hard pounding action sequences yes. as the heroes confront Varanke and her loyal Skrull army. The battle rages across cities, skies, and even deep underground. It becomes a race against time as Veronica prepares a doomsday device, intending to wipe out humanity if her invasion fails. Oh, that's go. just like this in like, Yeah, humanity. <laughs> gotta save humanity. So, you
4: know, Veronica's going to have a bomb in this show? Okay. Mm-hmm.
3: Through their combined efforts, including the strategic leadership of Nick Fury, the heroic determination of Captain Marvel, Spider-Man's ingenuity, Ironheart's technological brilliance, and the unexpected return of Iron Man, the heroes managed to thwart Veronica's plans and expose the Skrulls to the world.
4: I like that all of them have like a power and Tony's just like unexpected surprise. Like that really throws the Skrulls off so surprise. much. Yeah, that they can't win It's Like, oh, Tony's back. Okay, continue. Like, oh, it's like, it's I mean like, I guess it's
5: like thanks to the this one power from this character and this character <laughs> yeah. and this character. I mean it Adventure kinda make thing. like
0: he doesn't actually have a power though, right? Like if he's suitless, then there's True. nothing that the scrolls can replicate.
4: What's True. he doing? He's just standing there, just like giving his knowledge out, I guess? Co- coaching people. Ironheart. Yeah. Just mm-hmm. boosting <laughs> the Surprise, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> Let's fight uh, harder.
3: <laughs> in the aftermath, the world is left grappling with the revelation that trusted figures have been replaced by shape-shifting aliens. The heroes are celebrated for their bravery and unity in the face of this unprecedented threat. The movie e- movie again ends with a hint that the Skrulls, led by Talos and his family, are now working with Earth's heroes to protect the planet from future intergalactic dangers. Marvel's Secret Invasion is a thrilling and visual <laughs> stunning uh, experience that expands the MCU by dwell- delving into the intricate web of conspiracy, trust, and heroism. It brings together beloved characters while introducing new faces who must overcome their differences to save humanity from an enemy that can be anyone. And we got a post-credit scene.
4: There is no first of all, there's no new faces in that synopsis they gave us. Strange Spider Man Ironheart Tony. Just but Tony I would, again. Veronica. right? Veronica, right. I would love to live in a world where like episode five of Secret of Age, they reveal that Downey's back, and that was just a fake. <laughs> like, Just to see what the reaction would be like that you would see so many of the MCU's dead posts, like oh. Oh my God! Like not even the that movie night secret. Day. Hey, did you see uh, Secret Invasion last night? <laughs> what? <laughs> Danny's up? coming back to this show. It's watched by like under a mill people or something like that. Oh. All right. So, Taylor, what's the post-credit scene? Is it a shadowy figure? The screen fades into a dimly lit room. <laughs> always, always a dimly. <laughs> so room. it fades, but it comes back still to a dimly lit room. It fades, okay. fades into a dimly lit room. Didn't fully fade,
3: revealing a man. <laughs> in a wheelchair facing away from the camera as the camera slowly <laughs> moves closer the audience recognizes the man as charles xavier it oh, was
4: yes.
2: yes. <laughs> the best show
3: ever
4: <laughs> <laughs> they brought back tony and xavier <laughs> hey, xavier
0: in like one year he pops up twice Good yeah plan. yeah he's just like
4: watch my show on disney plus this january <laughs> <laughs> all right what is uh, he doing what's he doing <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> the founder of the X Men. He turns his head slightly, his eyes shining with a mixture of concern and determination. Suddenly, a holographic image materializes in front of Xavier, depicting the Skrull invasion and its aftermath. The voice of Nick Fury echoes through the room, explaining the events that unfolded and the hero's successful defeat of Varanke.
4: <laughs> where were you? you? Recaps the movie. the
5: worst post credit. It's like 20 <laughs> minutes long, too. And then they did this, and then yeah. Tony came back. Tony's back.
3: <laughs> uh, Xavier nods, his expression deepening with a sense of purpose. So it has begun, he says in a calm yet determined tone. The camera pans to a corner of the room where a wheelchair-bound Eric Lenshire, known <laughs> what? as Eric <What>? M- <laughs> He's got him like Jigsaw? He's bound to the wheelchair? <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> Which Magneto
4: do you guys think it is? Ian McKellen? It's kind of Ian. He's like, I'll come, come back, rebellion. but I don't want to walk. Chair bound. <laughs> I don't want to walk. Okay, what's he doing?
3: Uh, where I uh, notice Magneto sits. His magnetic powers subtly manipulate nearby metal objects, reflecting the turmoil within him. <laughs> <laughs>
4: <laughs> I'm angry, Charles. I'm angry. Let me reflect it with my power. <laughs> Stop!
0: Hey, Remember, it's hey, all in a dimly lit room. It's yeah. You can yeah. barely can see, see what's, what's going what's on happening. anyway. Yeah. <laughs>
4: is he moving uh, that all around? What the fuck is he doing? <laughs> uh, no, he's just reflecting
3: his inner torment. Yeah. <laughs> Xavier and Magneto exchange a knowing look. Their shared history and understanding of the world's mutants weighing heavily upon them. They both understand that the Skrull invasion is just the beginning of a new era of threats and that the mutants will play a crucial role in defending Earth. Mm-hmm. The scene ends with Xavier and Magneto silently contemplating the challenges that lie ahead, hinting at the impending arrival of the X-Men into the MCU and setting the stage for future mutant-centric stories.
0: Silently, so they're not talking, they're just <laughs> sitting there. And like, yeah. They're thinking about something, but we, the audience, don't know what they're thinking yeah. about.
4: I can't even <laughs> see anything, let alone we're, hear anything. <laughs> we're supposed to, uh, we're gonna look at the metal to know what he's feeling, you know? Hey, it's not that part's not a terrible post-grad scene, and a different thing of just like revealing Charles and uh, Eric and being like, hey, they gotta do something. But oh, that was great, yeah. All right, Taylor, end us off. We asked, because we didn't do full predictions, because there's not much to predict here, but I want you to say, what did you ask? Because we wanted to get the, you know, this is our go to now, gives us some good laughs. So, what did you ask uh, ChatGPT for the plot synopsis of Indiana Jones 5? Or how did you ask it? Write me a synopsis for Indiana Jones
3: Five: Dial of Destiny that takes place a few years after Indiana Jones: Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. Now, you have to note that this does not have any concept of Dial of Destiny, so I gave it that okay. title so it could run with that as a plot because it okay. doesn't. It, its knowledge pulls from up to like 2019 to 2020, of course, as far yes. as I know. So. and also,
4: did you ask it for a post-credit scene? Perfect. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I love that
3: post-credit. scene. In dimly yeah. lit room.
4: Yeah, uh-huh. yeah. Joe Pesci. Forgot <laughs> 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 about me, Dad? Huh. <laughs> <laughs> I could tell it to write
3: in yeah Jones Joe Pechy, it would fucking do it. It's nuts. <laughs> Not today.
4: Um, <laughs> son, son I said this was one time for after night and we are gonna do like a chat GPT episode and just throw a bunch of stupid like fanboy stuff you know that'll be some of our content next year but, like uh, the
3: Batman yeah. forever or yeah Batman Beyond, Beyond. Batman was Beyond. so good was on
4: weird. the flash prediction so random anyway <laughs> thanks thanks Bruce <laughs> <laughs> thanks Bruce <laughs> we'll do this together till <laughs> <laughs> I <laughs> 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 to tell you like we did this like it was i don't know how we got there but it was like it wrote this like do you know the concept of batman beyond no I it's don't. it's batman when he's like 80 and he's retired and he can't do anymore because he's a heart condition so a young character like it's, it's an animated show very good finds out he's batman and he trains him he becomes his like you know disciple so batman beyond it's terry mcginnis he's taking on this mantle so we asked it to write a movie because something came up oh espos write it of course they said matt reed's gonna direct it but the whole movie is following the show where he trains terry mcginnis to become batman at the end of the movie he's like i'm batman protecting gotham and the post credit was just bruce being like well i'll be batman too and he just came right back and he was <laughs> batman so like the whole movie's about he'll be batman and then the postcard was like no we'll just be batman together and he said i'm batman and you'll be batman beyond <laughs> and then oh, and then he's just like thanks bruce <laughs> and it's just like that's the best when chat you just loses it but yeah okay tear, hit us with this <clears throat>
3: Several wow. years have passed since Indiana Jones' last adventure yeah. in Kingdom of the Crystal Skull, mm-hmm. and the renowned archaeologist finds himself drawn into another high-stakes quest in Indiana Jones 5, Dial of Destiny. This thrilling installment takes our beloved hero on a journey that tests his courage, intellect, and loyalty in the face of ancient secrets and dangerous adversaries. Mm. The story begins with Indiana Jones, now in his twilight years, living a relatively quiet life okay. as a professor of archaeology. However, his peaceful existence is shattered when a formal co- former colleague, Dr. Amelia Hartley, uh, that name doesn't sound familiar to me. I don't know if she's from any of the other films. No, but, they're just
4: on their own. Okay, so former colleague. Uh, no reaches
3: out to him for help. She possesses a rare artifact known as the Dial of Destiny, an ancient device to grant the power to alter it's right itself.
4: Okay, <laughs> there, you there you go. That's similar to what uh, the rumor plot is. Yeah.
3: Dr. Hartley reveals that the Dial has fallen into the hands of a shadowy oh. organization known as the Order of Annihilation.
4: <laughs> uh, shit. Is you know, George Lucas writing this? <laughs>
3: um led by the enigmatic and ruthless anton vargas the order seeks to use Dial's powers to reshape the world according to their dark agenda recognizing the immense danger this poses india jones reluctantly agrees to aid dr hartley in recovering the dial and preventing its misuse their quest takes them across the globe from ancient temples in the dense jungles of south america to hidden chambers beneath the pyramids of egypt Along the mm-hmm. way, Indiana Jones encounters old allies and formidable enemies, including a seductive double agent. There's always a seductive double agent.
4: Oh, and a skilled Mac.
3: assassin dispatched by Vargas. Yeah, Mac. Okay, assassin. As okay. Indiana Jones and Dr. Hartley delve deeper into the mysteries surrounding the dial of destiny, they uncover the trail of historical clues left by a secret society known as the Guardians of Time. <laughs> Holy oh, fuck. Okay. These factions got- Guardians like of Time, <laughs> Order of Annihilation. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, these clues lead them to an ancient prophecy foretelling the cataclysmic consequences that would befall humanity if the dial falls in the wrong hands. With time running out and the world on the brink of chaos, Indiana Jones must summon all his knowledge, resourcefulness, and bravery to outwit the order of annihilation and thwart their plans. Along the way, he grapples with his own mortality and the weight of his legacy, realizing that even in the twilight of his career, his actions can still shape the course of history. Mm. In Indiana Jones 5... Audiences will witness a captivating blend of exhilarating action sequences, pulse-pounding chases, and thrilling archaeological discoveries. As the stakes escalate, India Jones will face his most formidable challenge, yet embracing his iconic hat and whip to preserve the world's future while securing his own legacy as legendary adventurer.
4: I, I feel like he didn't really give us an ending there. He just, like, like, what happened with the, the dial? Ooh, uh,
3: with the time running out, he summons all his knowledge and resourcefulness and this and braved it out with the order and thwart their plans. That's all. <laughs> okay.
4: That's the it. dial I mean,
3: ends up probably in like a box in Area 51 or of course something. Right. Okay. Of course. Of course. So post credits. Not, not uh, your best
4: effort, ChatGPT. I'll tell you that. That, mm,
3: that was
0: pre- pretty fucking generic. Huh? Yeah, was a pretty <laughs>
4: lame movie. Not not you know secret invasion. Great job. This not so much. <laughs> but let's see. Maybe stays with the post credit. So the
3: screen fades in. <laughs> Revealing a dimly lit study. <laughs> <laughs>
4: dimly lit study. That's great. It's oh, and room. I haven't I told you guys, did you, oh, Entraff's told you. I suppose in the chat, he says he's going to be, at the end of the year, making a montage of all this. I said I'm going to call up him a Patreon producer tier if he's doing that because, yeah, apparently he's cutting together a super video of all the chat GPT things, so sh- oh, should be are. a good thing. So, yeah, but anyway, so dimly lit study. Yeah.
3: Dimly lit study uh filled with ancient artifacts and books indiana jones tired by content sits behind a cluttered desk meticulously documenting his latest adventure as he leans back in his chair a knock resounds from the door (laughs) curious indiana rises (laughs) Uh, (laughs) (laughs)
4: i've missed you Oh my god. Can you imagine how confused the audience is. Oh, be? what happened to you, Mutt? <laughs> <laughs> the doll of destiny, really fucked me up. <laughs> uh okay. curious,
3: Indiana rises and opens the door to find a young woman with a determined expression standing on his doorstep. She introduces herself as Lucy Thompson, an aspiring archaeologist who has long admired Indiana's work. She holds out a weather journal, its pages filled with sketches and notes. Lucy explains that she has recently made a significant discovery, one that could lead to an uncharted archaeological site of great historical importance. She seeks Indiana's guidance and expertise, hoping he will join her in unraveling the mysteries it holds. Indiana studies the journal for a moment, a glimmer of excitement reigniting in his eyes. He smiles and extends his hand, inviting Lucy inside. Well, <laughs> oh, my Ms. Thompson, God. He says, It seems another adventure awaits. <laughs> Buckle up because this time you're <laughs> into the ride of your life. Oh, my wait,
4: God. Wait, what he this saying? man is
5: 80 years old in this scene. Let's not
4: forget. Oh, my God. Give me, uh, give me that line again. Give me that line. It got extremely sexual. Well,
3: <laughs> this is why I chuckled. Like uh, earlier, because I saw this briefly and fucking got me. Well, okay, here and I quote: "Well, Miss Thompson, seems another adventure awaits. Buckle up, because this time you're in for the ride of your life." <laughs> Note: He just met this woman. And he just her inside.
2: I can't imagine
0: any of these post-credit scenes being less than like. Five ten minutes long, like I don't think, oh, yeah. They're long. This bot really doesn't understand the concept of a it. Sounds like
4: the first act of the movie, right here, where she's <laughs> mm, explaining exactly. Stuff, yeah, it's like set
0: up for, yeah, it's like a they, trailer essentially. They
3: both enter the study, leaving the door ajar. There's the point,
4: that wasn't <laughs> it. Oh, I thought,
0: boring. oh my god. Jesus.
4: I thought the ride of your life was it. I thought, I'm like, I'm like okay, that's a cool, like, that You typically like, end it up. with the
0: ride of your life. You can't yeah. get much better than
4: that. I like, think, oh, that's like... a good stinger. You say that, and then cuts to the black. You're like, oh, what's India yeah. up to? But yeah, well, we
3: scared the whole movie. This last sentence here is where it fades to black, because they both <laughs> enter the study, leaving the door ajar, and then the scene fades to black, and then it just talks oh, about okay. the post credit scene hints at the continuation of his legacy. And, and all oh, that. Good. With the torch yeah. being passed on. Jones won't that. Oh, so. uh,
4: not to much though, no? It's funny, they didn't mention not or Marianne at all. No, nope. take you know. So, so
0: with this, like you know, if this is like, let's say this setting up the, the future Indiana Jones verse. Do you think? Do you guys think Lucy? Uh, what was it? Lucy Thompson, mm-hmm. Tom Thomas, Thompson. What is, it? is that a good name for like the next Indiana Jones? Lucy Thompson. It's got to be Henry. <laughs> No, it's too. It's i don't too, think Henrietta. It's a bit too plain, it's a female. plain, perhaps.
4: Yeah. Indiana Jones is some, But no, I think, I like, obviously, we don't have a predictions, guys. But I, I actually think this is it for. No, I'm not going to say ever, but I don't think we get another Indiana Jones movie for. Till we're like 50. Like, I think they're going to wait a while. Because I don't even know how well this is going to do. And I feel like it is one of those franchises that without Ford, I don't think people show up right now. I think well, that's if why he waits. $2 billion, though. Then Harrison Ford's going to say, buckle up. You're in for the ride of your life. Indy <laughs> 6. 92-year-old. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But no, I think it'll make a, mo- like a good amount of profit. But I think... It will uh, go, it'll be gone until like we're 50 and people that are 20 to 40 be like, oh, I've never really seen Indiana Jones. So, yeah, I think, I think this is it because they were making a Disney Plus show. And they canned it. And apparently, the rumors Lucasfilm has told their staff they're strictly working on Star Wars projects now, nothing else. So
3: there's a Indiana Jones character named John Thompson who is apparently a friend of, of Professor Henry Jones. Oh shit! I don't know what he is. I guess that's where ChatGPT was trying to like source from. I have yeah. no idea where this is from is this is this is not from the movies i don't think but there's a whole elaborate <laughs> thing here like is this it from could, the tv show
4: it could be the chronicles of young indiana jones yeah okay i think so yeah so there you go it's pulling from the tv show deep pole and again that's <laughs> it's the other thing like random gentleman
5: it just threw it on the wiki
4: yeah he <laughs> <laughs> created it right now yeah Sorry, that's what the
0: was the thing. tv show i do not even know that was a thing
4: Ah, uh, it's a show. It's like a show about like it's not River Phoenix, but it's Adventures. It's on Disney Plus now. It's Adventures of a Young Indiana Jones. I think it's two seasons. It's an old indie telling stories, and they flash back to it. That's why hardcore indie fans are wondering it's, if Harrison Ford will lose his eye in this movie because Harrison or Indy in the future has like an eye patch when he's really old because he lost his so eye. So Harrison admission.
0: Ford like.
4: No, narrating though. No, no, it's a different actor. But Harrison Ford Weird. does, I think, appear in two episodes in like a cameo in, a, in an adventure story when or did, something. So. When was the show made? I think it's after uh, this movie. I'm I don't know the exact time, but I think it's after this movie. So, yeah, they they did it, just it aired
0: so. on TV back in the day.
4: Yeah, and like his cameo in the show is very very cheesy like it's just like a it's some I'll sort of youtube that cameo yeah it's it's for let, let me see hang on can i quickly pull it that's up that's a
3: crazy uh, picture of like old
4: Indiana jones can you bring it up for you i'll bring it up here oh why did I, oh describe my god describe
0: it in great detail uh, <laughs> for the audio listeners oh my god yeah that is holy crikey. shocking
2: <laughs> <I'm sure
0: it's, laughs> <laughs> Fuck. That's indie, eh? <laughs> yeah. Oh, I mean, there you if, go. If someone's looking that old, like Joe Pesci, could be their son, I
2: guess. So. Yeah. And here so, I got, oh,
4: yeah. I, I got the quick thing. I'm, we're not gonna watch it all. Scrub past it, but yeah, he has uh, uh, seven minutes worth of all screen time put together in that TV show. This one is says all Harrison Ford scene, but there's one in particular that's like a really type of cheesy thing. Oh, mm-hmm. well, you got the Lucasfilm Where is it here? Where is it? Yeah, he's like. Like look at this in like it's like present day. Stuff. Canada? Probably. Oh, this is this is what came saxophone. up. Right. He he can play saxophone. Yeah. There's a sacred relic of my past.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
4: <laughs> this is like a chat credit and <laughs> <is> crazy
0: crazy. <laughs> like, a, a, Dibla Dibla video. Dibla <laughs> a guy in a wheelchair. <laughs> Reminds me of working
2: my way through the University of Chicago. <laughs> 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 I was a <laughs> That's Oh my hard. god. And yeah, see, this, this is what the, the 20 show 24. would be. It
4: would it'd be like him telling That's stories. Just... I think this was like the pilot, and then eventually they replaced him with like a other actor and stuff. Oh look, there's young Indy. The <laughs> oh god. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, so this Jones is the when-
3: mystery of the blues. This is when his dad was like, oh, you left right when you got interesting, you know, playing his blues yeah, music Yeah, I guess so. All. Oh, here
4: you go. Watch the finale, this episode. It's only a minute long. Look at this.
2: Is empty, Doctor
4: Jones. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like loaded weapons.
2: What what the fuck. The pipe belongs to my people. <laughs> what are we gonna do now? They've got What guns. is that
4: actor doing? <laughs> <laughs> they got
5: got the pipe. Well, things can't always be the way you want them to be.
2: <laughs> <laughs> what? the
4: fuck? What help was the- <laughs> What's a deadbeat Sign uh, on with
2: <laughs> Oh no. This is so tough. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. But sometimes they are.
0: A up for the ride here
4: the theme and everything
0: what the fuck <laughs> did i just see this is definitely a chat <laughs> G- cut it before he copyrighted
4: he literally played a saxophone to collapse <laughs> no one i gotta get a pipe back that's oh. a
0: man taking a paycheck right there
4: <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> here's a relic from my past Oh, <laughs> <That laughs> <was crazy. laughs> well, you know what Dial that can't be anywhere that that was wow. worth that minute my god so
3: did you want the the alternate? Yeah, sure. Anime?
4: Yeah, let's see what. Yeah, we did this for Mandalorian and to quickly give it to us. We asked AI, which maybe it'll give us a fucking better episode than this. ChatGTP, what it would give us as a series finale of Secret Invasion. So, all right. Uh, yes, title:
3: Secret Invasion, season finale. The episode title is Invasion Unmasked.
4: Uh, unmasked or unmasked? Unmasked. Unmasked, yeah. unmasked.
5: On the mast. On the
3: mast. <laughs> uh, synopsis. Following the aftermath of Tony Stark's death and Nick Fury's return to Earth, the Avengers find themselves facing their greatest challenge yet. A secret invasion by Skrulls. Gravik, a cunning and powerful Skrull villain, is determined to harvest the DNA of all the Avengers and become a Super Skrull. Unbeknownst to the team, War Machine has been replaced by a Skrull imposter in hiding. Meanwhile, Talos, the Skrull ally of the Avengers, has a daughter named Gaia who is fiercely opposed to Gravik's sinister plan.
2: (laughs) Uh,
3: As the season finale unfolds, the fate of the Earth Avengers hangs in the balance. So first, first act of this, Seeds of Doubt. War Machine's imposter, a scroll who goes Wait, by the name of oh, Roe.
4: Oh, so so it has the, the chapters. It seeds of yeah. It's, it's got okay. a couple. Rhodes of, is like,
0: Impostor's imposters. Scroll's name is Roe. R H O. Instead of Rhodes, it's Roe. Yeah, <laughs> what, they, they were born. They're oh, born okay. for this. <laughs> <laughs> he was chosen.
3: That's man. how
4: Kravik decided. Roe just cut really? off the last three letters of his name. <laughs> Let's go with that. Uh, okay.
3: Starts covertly gathering the Avengers' DNA, posing as a trusted ally. Rose struggles with the ethical co- oh, implications wow. of his mission as begins to see
4: humanity in the Avengers. That's uh, interesting. Well, well, I actually so this, like that idea. Yeah, so the whole finale of the Avengers are here, but he's like, I don't know if I want to do this anymore. Okay, mm. better already. And he's
0: actively collecting it. So you see him go he's up to it. Hawkeye yep. and he pokes him with a little syringe or something. Yeah. yeah. Oh, as he's like, oh, I shouldn't be doing this. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Um, Talus receives intel about Gravik's nefarious plot, realizing that his yeah. daughter Gaia, who has been away studying the stars, might be in grave danger if she returns to Earth. So they've definitely, I think they're changing
0: a couple things.
3: There's here. some
4: things, yeah, Talos still studying alive. The and, stars, yeah, yeah, yeah uh, Gaia's
2: different. The adventure <laughs> uh, space an unknown
3: threat when a powerful assailant disguised as an innocent civilian launches a surprise attack on a populated area. The team manages to stop the attacker but remains puzzled about their motives. Act two, A Daughter's Return. Guy returns to Earth, sensing the impending danger and seeking a <laughs> father's counsel. Stop.
4: What's the title of that chapter again?
3: Daughter's Return.
4: Okay. <laughs> thought, thought so.
3: Talus is torn between protecting her and aiding the Avengers in their battle against the Skrull invasion. Tony Stark's AI Friday detects irregularities in War Machines' behavior, but is unsure whether oh. it's a technical glitch or something more sinister. That's kind of cool. I like cool. that.
2: Yeah, That's I like that. On
4: Friday being like. Hey.
0: The Avengers.
3: <laughs> the Avengers Ro- with. <laughs> yeah,
4: I thought you were studying the stars, bro. are going <laughs> back so soon?
0: You star studier? What
4: are you doing here? <laughs> yeah, we sent you on a poor <laughs> mission, study the stars. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to say that if you guys ever say, can you do a cast or?" I'm going to say, no, I'm studying the study stars. I'm studying the stars. <laughs>
3: The Avengers with Nick Fury's mm-hmm. guidance uncover traces of Skrull activity in key organizations among Earth's elite leading lead them to suspect a much larger infiltration than they initially believed. Act 3, Unmasking the Villain. <laughs> While investigating Skrull activities, the uh, Avengers cross paths with Gaia, who warns them about Gravik's plan to harvest their DNA and become an unstoppable force. The team confronts War Machine, suspecting him to be the Skrull imposter, only to discover that Ro has grown fond of Earth and the Avengers, and Ro confesses his dilemma, torn between loyalty to Gravik and compassion for his friends.
4: And they fucking murder him. <laughs> just like the news. <laughs>
2: yeah.
4: How
5: would you react if like this whole time, you know, Kirkland's been a scroll? But it's like I still like you guys, but I also just murdered I him do you know. and, and stole. Because you're, I Because you But I murdered also... the original?
4: <laughs> well we don't know that, right? Did he did they say he murdered didn't the original
0: in this? Okay. Yeah, so did I ever know it? the original Kirkland or was he just a figment <laughs> of my imagination? Yeah,
5: back so. in the Target days it changes all those
0: <laughs> all those events. You and your, your hospital gown.
4: No, it's the target uniform. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, Kirkland walks out. Of his I t- wake t- up. <laughs> I'm like, I gotta get to work. Target hey, Canada. Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. Where's Target? He, Why is there? The thing with Shay, now?
4: <laughs> all this stuff with Chase have been on a podcast. That'd be crazy. For eight years. Yeah. Because
5: I. Yeah. yeah. Oh wow.
3: Yeah. That's fucking crazy. Uh, <laughs> Gravik reveals himself to the Avengers, launching an all-out attack. He uses the combined abilities of the harvested Avengers DNA to overpower the team, leaving them at his mercy. Act 4, Battle for Earth. Act uh,
4: 4, with... wow, not not a three-act structure like most stories are, okay. Uh,
3: with the, the Avengers defeated and Earth's defenses weakened, Gravek's invasion force emerges from the shadows, posing a global threat. Chaos ensues as the world faces an unpredictable, um... unpredictable... Words.
5: It's unpredictable, we don't know.
3: Super unpredictable. Unpredictable, unpredictable. Fuck, I lost my tr- my sentence here. Uh, duh, 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 duh,
4: duh. are you just reading a paragraph? You control S. Just, f- just start from the top. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
3: <laughs> oh, there we go.
0: There we go.
4: Start Chapter
5: one. <laughs> unmasked.
0: <laughs> a daughter's return.
4: <laughs> <laughs> I've been studying the stars. They're lovely. The
2: back Yeah.
3: Uh, Guy and Roe join forces with the Avengers. Uh, so the Avengers are still around. They were defeated, but they're still around. Uh, realizing okay. that Gravik's ambition could lead to the destruction of not just Earth, but also the Skrull homeworld. Uh, in a climactic battle, Guy uses her unique powers to disrupt Gravik's control over the Avengers' DNA, temporarily weakening him. Act 5 Sacrifice and Redemption. In a selfless act, Roe confronts Gravik and sacrifices himself to break the Skrull villain's hold on the Avengers' DNA, freeing them from his control. The Avengers, fueled by newfound unity and determination, rally together and launch a counterattack against the invading Skrull forces. Talos, inspired by his daughter's bravery and seeing the truth in the Avengers' heroism, leads a fra- faction of Skrulls to assist Earth in its defense. Ah, uh, Final scene. We have a showdown. The Avengers and the newfound allies, including Guy and the Skrulls, defeat Gravik and repel the Skrull invasion from Earth. The heroes stand united, celebrating their victory and the newfound respect and friendship between Earth and Skrulls. Is there a There's post-card no dimly the lit line? room
0: at the end of this, eh?
3: Ah, da 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 uh, there might be, uh,
4: and all that
0: in 37 minutes. That's
2: pretty <laughs> crazy.
4: <laughs> hey, at least hey, if I could have walked away knowing who the new Avengers are, I would have at least been a little happy with this episode. Be like, okay, we got the full roster now. We know, but uh... the season
3: finale is concluded uh, with the Avengers mm-hmm. and allies celebrating the hard-earned victory. Uh, so yep. scene, the scene, there's a post-credit scene, the hidden chamber. In a dimly lit chamber,
2: <laughs>
3: <laughs> we see a cloaked figure in shadows standing before a high-tech console.
4: <laughs> it never gets old, because <laughs> it's always dimly lit and something else. And it's a real light. <laughs> the star the fig- study emerges. The figure's identity
3: remains hidden as they manipulate holographic screens displaying data on the recent events of the Skrull invasion. Uh, The camera pans closer and we catch a glimpse of their hand. A distinct metallic gleam suggesting advanced technology or perhaps something more. Uh, Sinister figure. Slyly. Impressive. The Avengers proved to be quite resilient, but there's always another way
4: in. (laughs) 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 There's always another hole. (laughs) Is that the end of the scene, Taylor? No, no, no. Okay.
3: (laughs) (laughs) The figure reaches out and activates a holographic projection, revealing an image of Tony Stark, the late Iron Man. Strange face. Sinister sinister figure whispers Ah, Tony Stark, the genius who once thwarted our plans. Even in death, he remains a thorn in our side. But I have just what we need the key to unlocking our true potential. (laughs) The camera zooms in on an image of Tony's arc reactor glowing with an eerie light. Uh, sinister figure smirking with this we shall rise again stronger more unstoppable than ever before and the Avengers won't see us coming until it's too late the figure chuckles darkly the screen fades to black
4: it didn't say who it is it won't reveal Still, and I followed wow. up I
3: asked it too who is the villain in the post credit scene the villain remains cloaked in the shadows and her identity is intentionally left as a mysterious <laughs> Wow. Planet. and I wrote but who is the villain apologies for any confusion uh <laughs> <laughs> post-credits the post-credits right? earlier, the villain's identity is deliberately left open-ended and cannot be explained. <laughs>
2: cannot be oh, what- explained. I furthered it. What
3: villain would you select out of all the Marvel comic <laughs> villains to be in this post credit scene? What intriguing choice could be M.O.D.O.K.? And that's all it's oh, <laughs> M.O.D.O.K.? <laughs> it's his way in. Be obvious. It's like you say. <laughs> whether it's his he's way in. or not, I think it's pretty
0: easy to pick up on who M.O.D.O.K. is.
4: I love though, like the way they want AI writers to write a script. They literally, the AI won't give them the end credit scene. Like, no, who's going to be the character? <laughs> <laughs> no, <laughs> so no it's a Doug du- <laughs> 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 <So> Imagine <laughs> it it if, like, Fidey actually
0: did that with these
4: post-credit scenes. Just like,
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah, we don't actually really know who this is like we'll just leave it open-ended and figure it out later
4: maybe he did that with his episode my goodness jeez that's modok he, he once was an avenger now he's back to take down the avengers but so
0: i he's guess he lived there. in uh, the yeah. quantum realm over there
2: yeah
4: taylor field i asked you to do this because we did not have we've been busy we have not had official predictions episodes so i want you to quickly hit us with what did ChatGPT gbt write for loki season two because you should do this predictions but you know i got to do it now
3: all right. So we got our title, Loki: Nexus Unleashed. Sorry, yeah.
0: quick question. Is this the cuz ChatGPT got like a new update recently? Is this the new and improved It's not Chat it's GPT? not
3: it's not in there yet, but Loki okay. season 1 came out in the time period that fits with what ChatGPT knows. So, it is aware of what happened in season gotcha. 1 and has Perfect. built a sequel season but has it not off seen of that. Ant-Man
0: and the no. Wasp. No Ant-Man. Quantum. Mm-hmm. Gotcha.
3: No. No. Uh so, season two: the synopsis after the events of Loki season one finale, where multiple variants of Loki were unleashed upon the multiverse and the TVA was thrown into chaos. Uh, the second season picks up the story with even greater stakes, multiverse in turmoil, new power threatens to consume all reality. Loki, Sylvie, and Mobius must reunite and embark on a perilous journey to restore order to the chaos that they helped create. Episode one: yeah. Chaos Unleashed. The Can season you, begins. Very with generic a title so Chaos far? that they unleashed. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Kea, uh, the season begins with a fractured multiverse, showcasing yep. various realities in disarray. Loki is separated from Sylvie
2: mm-hmm.
3: and Mobius. Loki finds himself in a dystopian reality where Asgard never fell, and he is a revered, revered king. <laughs> he must loves con-
4: this. Asgard's <laughs> back, baby. He must convince to, his alternates-
3: Beautiful.
2: <laughs>
3: uh, he must convince his alternate self to help him set things right. Episode two: The Council of Variants sylvie and mobius form an uneasy alliance with versions of loki from different realities they form okay. a council to pool their knowledge and resources to combat the multiversal threat together they discover that a being known as the Kronarch is manipulating the multiverse's timelines google an image of him he looks kind of cool um episode three chronox chronarch's origin a flashback episode delves into the origin of the chronarch title <laughs> Uh, a being who once worked for the TVA but became disillusioned with their mission. The Kronarch possess- possesses immense power and seeks to reshape the multiverse according to their own vision. Uh, episode 4, Realm of the Conquerors. Loki, Sylvie, and their alternate counterparts embark on a journey through different realities, encountering alternate versions of iconic Marvel characters and dealing with their own insecurities. They must find a way to unite these dis- desper- dispar- disparate... D-I-S-P-A-R-A-T-E. Disparate? Lokis? Weird. And confront the Cronarch. Uh, Very weird. Episode 5. The Nexus War. The Lokis launch an assault on the Cronarch's stronghold. A nexus point where they control the multiverse. A climatic battle ensues with the Lokis facing off against the Cronarch's army of reality-altering minions. Loki, Sylvia, Mm. and Mobius must confront their own weaknesses to stop the Cronarch. Of course. Episode 6. Sacred Timeline Reborn. In the season finale, Loki and his allies confront the Chronarch and reveal their true identity. A former TVA agent who was erased from the timeline. The Chronarch's plan is to reset the multiverse to its original state, erasing all variants and free will. Loki and Sylvie must make their heartbreaking choice to stop the Chronarch and restore the multiverse, sacrificing their own happiness in the process. The season ends with the multiverse stabilized, but the consequences of their actions weigh heavily on Loki, Sylvie, and Mobius. As they part ways, each character must come to terms with their own identity, and the choices they've made set the stage for future adventures... In the very spinning very know.
4: safe season by ChatGPT. Yeah. yeah, no no. And we miss. gotta post
3: we gotta post credits. Yeah, I'll say course.
4: episode one was already better, so get it gets the dimly lit room. The scene opens in a dimly lit chamber within the oh, team. Yeah. I should have known.
3: Sorry. <laughs> That's the update. <laughs> That's the It's a chamber. We have now.
4: chambers now.
3: <laughs> uh the room is filled with ancient dusty tomes and scrolls. Nice, I'm into it. (laughs) Minas Tirith. That's where Gandalf (laughs) was reading about the ring.
4: He's reading about Uh, Kang. (laughs) There's a new threat. Frodo, we gotta go back. Go back to Uh, Middle
2: Earth.
3: A mysterious figure shrouded in a cloak stands in front of a massive, ornate mirror.
4: It's Gandalf. (laughs) also, next nice chat to you. we got to do Lord of the Rings with the Vanders. Remember how we did that with Harry Potter? Oh, I'd love to see we that. we got to do that. Um, Look out soon, patrons.
3: <laughs> narrator voiceover. <clears throat> In the aftermath of the Nexus War, the multiverse was restored, but its secrets remain hidden. The cloaked figure reaches out and touches the mirror's surface. The mirror begins to ripple, revealing glimpses of various alternate realities. <laughs> Oh, I just feel like this could be sexualized or something like that. Mm. Oh, um, so look at that
4: crack. <laughs> yeah. It, uh. it's, it, it's Dylan from the GB fanfic. Dylan, did you ever <laughs> listen to that episode? Oh, I don't think I did. I got to write it down, find it. we will put in the best of it in the, the year, but oh, yeah. Your character for the fanfic was wild. So, anyways, continue. Um,.
3: <laughs> narrator voiceover, but some seek knowledge beyond the confines of time and space. The cloak figure pulls out a device resembling the temp pad but with unique modifications. They okay. activate it, and a holographic display of a complex map appears showing the branching pathways of the multiverse. <laughs>
4: it's the map. And with... to Luke Skywalker. <laughs>
3: yeah. What the fuck? <laughs> and with the right tools they can navigate the vast expanse of reality itself. The figure's gloved hand hovers over a specific branch of the on the map, and the map zooms in to reveal a particular reality. In one particular realm, a familiar presence awaits discovery. The camera zooms in on a specific point within that reality, revealing a silhouette that resembles a variant of a well-known character. The game. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Who? Who?
3: I can ask. He's well known, elaborate. Travis. He's <laughs> well known. <laughs>
2: Uh, you
4: should have saw Taylor got in a big fight with ChatGPT GPT the other day with the Ahsoka finale. It would it gave him the whole Diddly Lip character and it's like, oh, that's up for you to decide. And Taylor's like, no, you tell me. It's like, oh, we can't tell you that. And eventually they <laughs> got there. But so we don't know who the voice is. And we don't know who the well-known character is.
3: Well, I got into another fight and I, I made it an answer. So, okay. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> Uh, the game of destinies continues and new players are emerging. The cloak figure steps back from the mirror, their intent clear to explore the multiverse and uncover its hidden truths. As the scene fades to black, the ominous sound of a clock ticking can be heard, signifying that time and the multiverse are far from settled. Uh, Please tell me who the cloaked figure is in the post credit scene, yada, yada. Please reveal who this cloaked character is. Who is the cloaked Marvel character? Who is the cloaked Marvel character you alluded to in the post-credits? Pick a Marvel character and tell me that is the cloaked character in the post credit scene. Finally, I got there. Um. Certainly. <laughs> Let's assign a Marvel character to the cloak figure in the post-credit scene. The cloak <laughs> character in the post-credit scene is none other than Kang the Conqueror.
4: <laughs>
3: Jesus. How
4: hard? Why would you have to ask it five times?
3: It was a
0: fucking fight. Oh my
3: and, god!
4: And like I, I'm <laughs> afraid wasn't to it, ask. It supposed to
0: be a variant of a? popular character so it's just another kang the conqueror no we don't know who the variant is we yeah. know the,
4: the person talking was Kang. did you find uh, out who the yeah. variant was taylor i'm gonna or find out now ask uh, uh, yeah we would know them it's, it, it's very, still gonna be very kang. obvious shape <laughs> tell you got an answer there
3: i do have an answer interesting yeah. the silhouette that resembles a variant but known character in the post-credit scene is captain carter an alternate version oh. of captain america from the marvel cinematic universe uh Kang's like, my
4: next wife,
3: (laughs) Renslayer's dead,
4: I need this variant right here. And I don't think they're going to refer much to Secret Invasion, and I think they're going to kind of pretend, like, the way Thor Dark World was never talked about until Endgame, it's going to be like that, but the only difference this time is this one's actually going to never be talked about again, where, like, because Thor Dark World seems like an Academy Award winner compared to Secret Invasion. Like, I'll take Thor Dark World any... Because I know people are like, oh well, sure, that's not fair. I would watch Thor: Dark World the same amount of runtime as Secret Invasion, then watch Secret Invasion again. You know,
0: me mm, too. But. I think. <laughs> 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 oh, graphic, you go, and ev- we're gonna get there.
4: We're almost there. <laughs>
0: Yeah, imagine this movie. Yeah, I, I read S-Pub's <laughs> second comment first of Gravical Return. The idea of that popping up without that back back to tank bath, What the hell is it? Back to tank scene. So he's just not in it whatsoever. There's no mention. There's no tease, and then it just says Gravical Return, and you <laughs> so just hear. <laughs>
4: You just hear two things: a, a, a huge groan from the audience, or who's that? Who's Gravic? What's Gravic? You know, I don't know who that is. Turns so. out,
0: like yeah, Captain Marvel. This whole time was actually Gravic. Oh my god. Yeah. Oh god. no. That would be heartbreaking.
4: God. So Taylor, what did our good old favorite Chat GPT? What did it spice up? And this yet is it? um... Is it to the point where it's updated or is it still just before 2021 still?
3: I don't I don't know okay. if it at is, least it's Captain but... Marvel and
4: Endgame to work off of. So we got that going on.
3: Yes, it's it's got Captain Marvel Endgame. Yeah. It actually pulled from Miss Marvel as well, so Oh, look at that. That's good. Yeah. And WandaVision, I guess, too. So it's definitely got some stuff in here. Uh but yeah, I'm excited to read this one. I felt like it is was... Juicy. So uh, we were talking about titles earlier. Here's the mm-hmm. here's the kicker of a title. Okay. Captain Marvel Unleashed.
4: <laughs> terrible <the> title. title. <laughs> Unleashed. Ter- fucking terrible. Captain title. Marvel kicking it out of the
2: water. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. The water. <laughs>
4: yeah that's the tagline.
3: So it, it it listed this out a little differently. It gave me the genre superhero sci-fi. Oh, thanks. Uh, <laughs>
2: <laughs> shit, I didn't know that.
3: Synopsis, uh, it takes place in the Marvel Cinematic Universe after the events of the Captain Marvel film. Okay, yeah, I'm not going to read that. Uh, The plot. uh, The film opens with Kamala Khan, Miss Marvel, now a confident and capable superhero, balancing her life as a teenager and a burgeoning Avenger. B-U-R-G-E-O-N-I-N-G. Is that it? Burgeoning? Yep. Okay. Um, She's called to action when a mysterious cosmic threat known as the Celestial Conflux appears in Earth's atmosphere, endangering the planet. Have you heard of this before,
4: anyone? I, uh, like, heard of it, but don't know much about it. So there you go. Okay. It's a card uh,
3: snap. No, Carol kidding. Danvers, the legendary Captain Marvel, returns to Earth after receiving an urgent message from Nick Fury. They enlist the help of Monica Rambeau, now fully embracing her powers as Spectrum, and together they investigate the source of the Celestial conflicts. It's revealed that the Conflux is a cosmic energy disturbance that attracts the attention of otherworldly beings. Huh. Nice. As the heroes dig deeper, they encounter the Shi'ar Empire, a powerful alien okay. civilization. Shit. Who's the Shi'ar? Oh, that Remember was the, that was the, the old big retro. Oh, shit. The ones yeah, after yeah. the Phoenix Force.
4: Yeah, we get getting oh, Rogue yeah. coming in here. We're getting that Captain Marvel Rogue moment. Let's go. <laughs> yes. That would, that would be, s- be amazing if this yeah. movie did that. that, w- that would even be if insane. they spoiled it, if Foggy tomorrow just announced, hey, Kiki Palmer's in this movie is Rogue, we'd be like, fuck, I'm buying my tickets right then. You know, I, yes. I ain't waiting. Let's go. Not happening, though
3: uh powerful uh, who draw into the celestial conflicts due to its potential to create a cosmic weapon capable of immense of destruction yep. to stop the shiar empire from harnessing this power our heroes must form an alliance the group of unexpected allies enter the x-men <laughs> <laughs> well we're,
4: we are getting um, it you know she's a yeah, gpt went
0: hard on that one line of dialogue oh in yeah this marvel <laughs> uh, Professor Charles
3: Xavier, the telepathic leader, along with Cyclops, Jean Grey, Storm, and Wolverine, who are sent by Xavier to help Earth avert this cosmic catastrophe. It's only a team of four, eh? Only only four X-Men. That's
4: a small small team going on right now.
3: The film explores the integration of mutants into the MCU, explaining their existence (laughs) as a result of the cosmic event
4: that caused the celestial conflicts. They're really holding back on that in the marketing, you know, not showing any
0: of the. Accidents. Wait, sorry, what? No what one. caused the creation of mutants? Can you read that line again?
3: Explaining their existence as a result of the cosmic event that caused. So I don't know what the cosmic event is that caused this conflict. Is it
4: what they were talking about earlier? This whole the convergence thing is that happened at some point.
3: Uh, Or is he just referring to Endgame as the cosmic event? Maybe that's what they're referring it to. I'm not sure. It doesn't detail it. Tony snapped and the X-Men were here. Mutants were here. Um, As the team faces the Shi'ar Empire, led by a formidable villain named Warstar, (laughs) they engage in... (laughs) <laughs> Epic battles on both Earth and in space, testing their combined powers and teamwork. Miss Marvel's shape-shifting abilities, Captain Marvel's cosmic energy, Spectrum's energy manipulation, and the X-Men's mutant powers make for thrilling action sequences. I can picture it in my head already. Uh, through the f- throughout the film, Kamala Khan's admiration for Carol Danvers deepens as they share their experiences mm-hmm, as yes. heroes and women. The X-Men's introduction into the MCU. Wait, go a whole go.
4: M- wait, wait, go back. What was that line?
3: <laughs> uh. Kamala Khan's admiration for care of Denvers deepens as they share their experiences as heroes and women
2: okay
4: <laughs> just love sound that. like a robot wrote it. <laughs> <I love that. laughs> okay, go
3: um. ahead. The X-Men's introduction to the MCU adds a new dynamic, dynamic to the superhero landscape, setting up a future storylines involving mutants. In the climax, our heroes prevent the Shi'ar Empire from obtaining the celestial conflicts' nice. power, ultimately convincing them that the Earth is not to be trifled with. The film concludes with a sense of unity between the heroes as they protect Earth and the universe from cosmic threats. In the mid-credits scene, Nick Fury discusses the formation of a new team. The Ultimates, which include Captain Marvel, oh, Spectrum, okay. Miss Marvel, and the X Men, dedicated to safeguarding the cosmos.
0: So the Ultimates, thought, you... <laughs> Chad G P was so bored by the Marvels that he's like, "Let's just throw a bunch of X Men in here."
4: Because I don't even want to buy a ticket for this. The Ultimates are usually like a, like a, <laughs> they're like a, another name for the Avengers. In the Ultimate Universe, the Ultimates were the Avengers, but in this movie they're just. You know, the Marvels and the X Men put together. So
0: I'm into it. Yeah,
2: and then so we, got,
4: we got a
3: post credit scene. Nice. <laughs> the screen fades to black. <laughs> and then we see a dimly lit underground <laughs> facility.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs>
2: Get some new material, GPT. <laughs> It did
4: though. Under I don't think been we've been ever been an the underground facility. It's, it's always dimly lit. dimly lit. Oh yeah, it's always dimly lit. But I do the underground facility, which I feel like. Well, most what was of the, the one time, time
0: it wasn't dimly lit, but it was like
4: a, br- a, 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 a like an ethereal, flickering. Flickering. A d- yeah. ethereal light. Yeah, yeah. Ethereal light and darkness. <laughs> Even though I feel like too a, a an underground facility is is usually dark in general, right? So already usually but, um, right, you yeah. could just
0: as- assume it's dimly lit.
4: I definitely want a tally of like how many dimly lit locations we've had, but okay, good to know. Maybe that would
3: be an S bub's like montage, like a dimly lit uh, counter or something like that. Um, Okay, so a security camera feed shows a shadowy figure with remarkable agility evading guards and alarms. The figure moves with a grace and finesse that is unmistakably that of a skilled acrobat and martial artist. Oh my god. Suddenly, the lights of the facility, uh, in the facility go out, plunging into darkness. The security camera feed is lost and all seems quiet. But then, a single pair of glowing eyes pierces the darkness. The eyes emit an eerie and otherworldly green glow. A soft, sinister chuckle fills the room. As the lights flicker back on, we catch a glimpse of the shadowy figure's face. It's none other than the ign- Enigmatic and famous Marvel character Elektra
4: Natchios, as portrayed by Jennifer <laughs> I we're Garner. How
0: are building a Nightcrawler the whole time? <laughs> no
4: this go, is no, no. Gen- go, go back and read this description again. Glowing eyes. What is
2: this? Yeah, yeah that's where I was thinking Nightcrawler too. Yeah,
3: eyes emit uh, eyes emit an eerie and otherworldly green glow.
2: Okay. Maybe uh, that's happening in the comics. I don't recall. entire
4: it. description,
0: that's Nightcrawler to a T. So this is portrayed
3: yeah. by Jennifer Garner, and uh, so she's coming oh, back for this For that this. That makes sense. Here.
4: She's going to be in Deadpool 3, uh, right? So.
3: She's been a vigilante, an assassin, and even even a leader of the hand, but her intentions now remain shrouded in mystery. The scene ends with Elektra stepping into the light and looking directly at the camera, her eyes still glowing green. It's clear <laughs> she has a significant role to play in the next chapter of the MCU.
4: It's clear. Looks at the camera. <laughs> I feel like that would be the most, not bullshit, but just like, man, we're sitting there and we get head credits, scene you know, of Jennifer Garner's Electra. And like, how does this tie in? And I guess it yeah. does, right? Because she's in Deadpool 3, but she's like, okay, I guess it's like. Electra will return in Deadpool three. I guess that's what they do. It's like, why are we placing this here? But <laughs> no, at that yeah, point, it
0: just says graphic will return.
3: In... <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna, yeah. I'm gonna, sp- I'm gonna spin this on just to get you on the Electra thing here, real quick, because okay. uh, it's, it's, it's enticing. Uh, so in the follow-up
4: trilogy of Electra MCU movies,
3: <laughs> in this follow-up, it's titled Electra: Shadows of the Past. Electra takes center stage as the character. Yada yada. Um, the story begins with Electra now based in New York City, leading a mysterious and secluded life she's left her life as an assassin and leader of the hand behind seeking redemption for her actions however her past continues to haunt her as she is hunted by a powerful and enigmatic organization that seeks to exploit her unique abilities as Electra attempts to distance herself from her dark history she becomes embroiled in a series of supernatural incidents Bro. occurring in the city she these is. incidents are linked to an ancient artifact and mystical forces that threaten to unleash chaos upon the world In her quest to uncover the truth, Elektra encounters a new ally, Dr. Stephen Strange, the Sorcerer Supreme. Strange recognizes the potential in Elektra's abilities and offers to help her harness her latent mystical powers, which are linked to her resurrection by the hand. Together, they investigate the origins of the artifacts and dark forces at play. As Electra's journey unfolds, her character faces inner conflicts and war dilemmas, forcing her to confront her past and choices that litter her down a dark path. She also discovers a connection to a long-forgotten order of mystical warriors once wielded, who once wielded the very artifact she now seeks to protect. Uh, the film explores her struggles, redemption, yada yada yada. In the climax, Electra and Doctor Strange, along with other mystical-powered allies, face off against a shadowy organization. Does the battle combines, this organization? Or it's or shadow, it just shadowy organization. organization. Okay. Uh, the battle combines martial arts, magic, and supernatural elements in a visually stunning showdown. Uh, <laughs> con, con, concludes with Electra choosing to embrace her role as a guardian of the mystical artifacts, oh, shit. continuing her journey of redemption.
4: That's good for oh, Jennifer Garner, you know, getting a whole movie again. Big pay paycheck for that. Movie, yeah, getting yeah. Benedict in there. That's lots, what the longer. Marvels is
3: setting her up, an Electra movie. Yeah, That's what
4: neat. was the end credit for that one? Oh, let's see. Yeah, last thing now. Oh, Yeah, I gotta know Anchor free of a Marvel movie. You can't <laughs> leave me there. Yeah, Benedict Cumberbatch, Doctor Strange three, Elektra. What, what was the title of this movie again, Taylor? Elektra or just Elektra
3: Shadows like... of the Past. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Shadows uh, of the Past. That works. The end. <laughs> I fucking love the end credits in these. The yeah. end credits roll and the screen fades to black. However, after a brief pause, a new scene emerges. We find ourselves in a dimly lit underground chamber. <laughs> <laughs> Not it's a facility; it's a chamber this time. Oh yeah, clearly, be clear about it. It's a
4: Clearly, ChatGPT has learned the uh, word "underground" now because that's the go-to. Okay, so, mm-hmm. underground, and
3: enigm- underground
0: Enigmatic too.
4: Enigmatic. Yeah. A few
3: yeah. times. Yeah. Uh, in yeah. the center of the room, a sealed and heavily fortified containment cell is prominently displayed. Strange symbols and enchantments adorn the walls. Suddenly, the containment cell begins to crack and the enchantments weaken. With a burst of supernatural energy, the cell's doors open. Emerging from within is none other than a character previously unseen in the MCU, portrayed by a yet a yet to be revealed actress. Okay, this is where this is where ChatGPT is is com- is getting it tricky. Clea, so we have seen Clea, but ChatGPT doesn't know that, I guess, for some reason. Okay. Clea, the en- okay. enigmatic sorceress with powers rivaling oh, Dr. we know Jane that himself. actress. Then uh- we do know the actress. <laughs> yeah. She's a resident of the dark dimension, is known for a complex mystery, mysterious history with the sorcerer supreme. Uh, as Clea steps out of the cell, she glances around with a mix of curiosity and determination, suggesting that her arrival in the MCU will bring unforeseen consequences and challenges for Doctor Strange. The scene ends with Clea's gaze say. fixed on an ancient glowing artifact, suggesting her own agenda and a role to play in the next chapter of the MCU.
0: I gotta give it credit for nailing that that character was introduced in a post credit scene. Mm-hmm. That's good. Yeah.
4: Cool. Well done. Yeah, you know. Don't even pay the writer as an actor. Just get ChatGPT. It'll get us there, you know?
3: We'd have the X-Men by now. Yeah,
4: we have the Marvels X-Men movie. in the Marvels, yeah. <laughs> that is true. You think the Marvels is bombing? if you got the X-Men in there? Wolverine, Cyclops? A- <laughs> no. It's not. It's going to happen. Right, the you know.
3: Shi'ar Empire? Oh, my gosh. Shiar, oh, yeah. It's Casually mean-
4: thrown in there. Yeah, Electra, scene. Electra, yeah, it's <laughs> yeah, it's movies popping off. <laughs> I just see Foggy, just like, well, okay, that's what we will do. Like he's no, <laughs> no, he's let's no like that one. <laughs> yeah, he's no longer like he doesn't trust himself anymore. It's so like I guess this is what we got to do. So.
3: Uh, we also have been watching the Fifty Shades films. Get into those. Oh,
4: really? That's 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 interesting. Yeah. With the new baby round too.
3: Reminds me. Yeah, she usually is asleep in the room, but uh, it's it's just <laughs> <laughs> just reminds me of like a more adult version of Twilight without the, the vampires and the werewolves or something. Like is it that. cheese
5: ball like that?
3: It just. I feel like there's a similar aesthetic oh God, or some Sarah. kind of thing.
4: What? I just feel sometimes you are. from. We're going to talk about Aliens later, we're going to talk about another planet, and <laughs> stuff like that. Do you know the origin of the Fifty Shades of Grey books and yeah, movies? Based well, Origin? No. Yeah. <laughs> wh- how or why were they written?
3: I could not tell you.
4: They were originally Twilight fan fiction. And I didn't they know changed. that. See, I
5: didn't yes. know that oh either. I didn't know that either. That was on, the whole thing. He's I'm like,
4: like, oh, we're going to talk about I'm Aliens later. Them this yeah. guy wait why did i talk about oh no because i thought you being an alien not anything i don't, to do with 50 I shades don't know about the, yeah. i don't know
3: about the mythos of 50 shades here that's a big I thing know know this either. town
4: just big alien cock <laughs> <laughs> i can never be satisfied
5: the Hans zimmer score his,
4: <laughs> oh. <laughs> his
2: little dude <laughs> <laughs>
4: <laughs> Fuck Whenever I hear that I just get hyped but no it was 50 it was Twilight fan fiction and then they kind of repurpose it That's why the books literally have like spelling errors and mistakes in there like it's a you can go down the rabbit hole that. so that's why like when you're saying oh it has a very similar aesthetic and feeling of Twilight because it's just a Twilight ripoff like it's Ooh. literally that yeah so there you go so you can think about the person that wrote this originally was writing this with the idea of Edward and Bella in mind to do all these things. Well, that makes sense mm. now. Which and is a very, very tame sex movie. I'm sorry people. If you think that's a hot like I know you, I guess sorry, you're watching. This. I'm not shitting on you guys, but you know what? Go put on <laughs> Shame. Go put on Nymphomaniac. You imagine watching Nymphomaniac and then you'll just be fucked up. Go watch Love, you know? There's some real good ones you go watch. There there's some real fucking going on, you know? Mm. Yeah. Not this this softcore thrusting and everything. So just like how the After movies are Harry Styles fan fiction oh god that's what the the after we collide after we I, never, I didn't know there was Harry Styles fan fiction those are those those are like some other like sexy 50 shades movie that mean Emily always say we're gonna watch like have a funny laugh at but we haven't the trilogy is hmm. concluding this September guys so get ready
2: okay. so, you know there might I'm be ready. some
4: Travis
3: fan fiction out there too you might have a diehard fan out there Travis smells
4: out there Oh, you never know. <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah. I don't know if they're.
3: Hopefully, they're not writing fanfic. Whatever. I was know. gonna say oh, if they're yeah. writing fanfic, they though. You know, it's about volumes. like us three. Yeah, it's not yeah. me and Emily. Oh, I don't want to know stuff. what we're doing to each other. Yeah. Oh no! <laughs>
4: Someone. uh oh, too bad. Ge- <laughs> too bad. Chat GPT doesn't know Geek 1st I'd love to say like write a write a fan fiction on Geek first. <laughs> you can't pull it up. You've already tried. It doesn't do <clears> anything. No, we. He, we might have something on that. Let's, let's <laughs> yeah, sure. There is a fanfic for everything, true, Superman Mike, but it's just like the case of like uh, some of them break through, and I was surprised he didn't know them about Fifty Shades. It's just so funny. They're like, oh, it's like that Twilight. It's like you watching fucking like scary movie. And be like, this scene feels a lot like the scream <laughs> movies, but like a little, a little different. <laughs> yeah,
5: that's a very alien trait. If Taylor was making <laughs> <Yeah>. that
4: comment. <laughs> oh so, my god! What? Uh-oh. I think it's actually doing it. But how to? Before you said, what do you think of Geekers podcast? <laughs> it's just a it's like, video of us off. fucking each other. AI <laughs> <laughs> generated, just this is, it's
3: actually pumping it out. Holy but shit! Does it know our names? Oh yeah.
4: What? Oh <laughs> my crazy. god! Oh, let's fucking go. Okay. You want me <laughs> to read this out right? Real real oh yeah, absolutely. Go. <laughs> is Dylan in there too? No, he's
3: not. Okay, it's just three. So what it was the question you posed it? Uh, Write me a fanfic (laughs) of Geekverse podcast between the hosts. (laughs) No, Dylan. (laughs) (laughs) Title: Geekverse Chronicles: The Cosmic Convergence. Holy, whoa! I like that.
4: Us fucking is gonna like create the One (laughs) Ring. (coughs)
3: Uh, Okay, okay, It has chapters. Chapter one: A mysterious message in a dimly lit basement. (laughs) Fuck me! No. Let's play a game called "Who's in (laughs) My Mouth." (laughs) <laughs> Illuminated only by the glow of a computer of computer screens and a collection of action <laughs> figures. That sounds like Taylor. <laughs> <laughs> Three friends gathered around a table cluttered with comics, gaming consoles, and a microphone. They were Taylor, Travis and Kirkland. The host of the popular podcast <laughs> this, Geek. This
4: verse. is getting weird. Oh
2: yeah, popular yeah. <laughs> podcast.
4: I wonder if that's because we have been on the most episodes together, so that's probably mm. why they take us a three. But this
3: this does like ChatGPT only goes up to like 2020 or something like that. So oh, it might okay. be before Dylan's like resurgence. That might right. be the case. He'll right? be in the sequel. Yeah. Okay. Continue. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
4: <laughs> He's um, probably
5: in the uh, end credit scene. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Wanna
4: fuck?
5: <laughs> a dimlier <laughs> yeah. basement. Uh,
4: um, uh, Custer Dome. Every week, they
3: delved into the realms of geekdom, discussing movies, TVs, comics, and all things nerdy. Tonight was different, though. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh fuck. <laughs> This is going to be 50 shades,
4: of 50 shades of the Geekers. <laughs> this is our best episode right here. Uh, <clears throat> uh,
3: a strange cryptic message had arrived in their inbox, one that promised a cosmic adventure beyond their wildest <laughs> oh, dreams. <geez.
4: laughs> that sounds like a Taylor Pickle line <laughs> if I ever heard him.
3: As they read the message aloud together, the excitement in the room grew palpable. And I quote, Dear Hosts of Geekverse, Travis began, his voice trembling with anticipation. We've chosen you to be the guardians of the cosmic convergence, a legendary event that could reshape the entire
4: multiverse.
5: Wait, so Travis is saying this? Or it's like he's I think you're reading, reading out the message. Oh, okay. Out the message. There you go.
4: okay, so uh, this isn't gonna be sexual fanfic, is it? <laughs> no, I don't think ChatGPT goes for It very first. much oh, feels like it. Dan- the way you said it made it sound like it. Because it so you're like, like it. on this night, something's different. Okay. <laughs> it could be
3: played that way, honestly. Oh damn! Uh,
2: yeah,
3: Kirkland, continue. the resident comic book expert. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> I got Taking I got a boost. Yeah. Yeah. Uh leaned forward, <laughs> his eyes gleaming with curiosity. <laughs> this sounds like something right out of a comic book. Guys, I can
2: Believe it, <laughs> you
4: fucking nerd, like I'm just a stereotype
3: Stereotype of like a comic book reader. You lose.
4: <laughs> this is just like an adventure, guys.
3: Uh, Taylor, the tech savvy, oh, tech savvy one, that's uh, fair Quickly enough. tapped away at his keyboard, trying to decipher the rest of the message. It says we must embark on a quest to collect three ancient artifacts scattered across Shit. different geek dimensions. Only then we can unlock the power of the cosmic convergence. <clears throat>
5: we gotta make this um, movie.
3: Do
4: I yeah. get no special skill? <laughs> <laughs> you just
3: read the message.
4: <laughs> I can read. That's my skill. You can read. Uh, the cool. three friends exchanged excited
3: glances. <laughs> they were no strangers to geek culture, but there was something entirely new and thrilling. Uh, I love two. that ChatGPT
4: GPT is uh, intertwining geek like movies and TV with like space and like oh like the, <laughs> the like the cosmos and everything. It's like no, not at all. But and I guess the um, first were
3: too. So. Yeah. Chapter two The quest begins. Their first stop was the world of video games, armed with their podcasting Mm -hmm. gear and a map provided by the mysterious (laughs) message. They found
4: themselves. Stop. What's our podcasting gear going to do in our our (laughs) adventure? A mic and a camera? Swing around my my mic. (laughs) That would be cool. That's our our lightsaber. It's just like the mics. Yeah. Uh, They found themselves transported to a pixelated wonderland. They
3: landed in the middle of a bustling digital city where characters from their favorite games roamed freely. This movie got real
4: expensive real fast. <laughs> yeah. it, it was a fine movie until you said from our favorite games, but so far i was Trav- digging it. Travis grinned as he
3: recognized a group of Overwatch heroes. <laughs> 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 Big Overwatch name, fan. Well, you name grinned. One to I don't save my life. know. <laughs> right. I don't know if that's that's like a positive thing. Uh, but you, then you say this place is amazing, and look, there's Link and Mario over
4: there. <laughs> Wow, we You're got such a nerd. We got some. <laughs> there's Lincoln Mario. We got some big rights to fill uh, Hang on to that. What's the line again? what's the line?
3: <clears throat> this place is amazing. And look, there's Lincoln
4: Mario over there. Okay, guys, this place is amazing. Look, there's Lincoln Mario over there. <laughs>
5: Perfect.
3: Yeah. You sold. Go. You got the. You got the. You got the job. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kirkland couldn't contain his excitement. This is like every gamer's dream come true. <laughs> All right,
4: ta- Kirkland, go. <laughs> this
5: is this is like every gamer's dream come true. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's
4: going to hate us at this fucking movie.
3: <laughs> uh, <clears throat> their first artifact... The controller of power was rumored to be <laughs> hidden in the heart of this digital realm. This Just still bil- could be a bil- sexual bil- thing. Yeah, <laughs> big dildo. <laughs> bil- <laughs> <laughs> The trio embarked on a quest, facing challenges including solving puzzles, defeating video game bosses, and outsmarting NPCs. Along the way, they interviewed characters like Lara Croft and Master Chief for their podcast. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs>
4: well, you know what? That's fair. We, I'm not a big into the interviewer sort of space, but if we were had the literal characters there, yeah. it would be worth to sit them down and be like, "Hey, tell, tell <laughs> us your story. Cheeks. Why did you yeah, get Master
5: naked Cheeks. in that episode?" <laughs>
4: I've still not seen the show.
3: Uh, with our combined gaming skills and wit, they eventually discovered the controller of power within a secret dungeon. It glowed with a brilliant light, and as they touched it, they felt a surge of energy coursing through their bodies.
4: <laughs> Chapter 3,
3: Journey of the Comic Book Universe.
4: This is an allegory for the actual sex. Like just like We touched it, and there was a oh, yeah. surge in our bodies. <laughs> there's, this is like Fast and Furious, where there's so much like gay undertones to it so far. But all right. we're, in the vi- um, we're in the comic book universe now. Kirkland's book, an expert, yeah. so he's going to take us all through
3: it. <laughs> Their next destination was a world torn from the pages of a comic book. In this colorful dimension, heroes and villains soar through the skies, battling epic battles. The trio met iconic characters like Spider-Man and Wonder Woman, and even shared a uh, podcast interview with Superman himself. So we got Superman. To Superman.
4: Hmm, not mm-hmm. my first choice, but cool. Yeah. You know? uh, <laughs> I have all the
3: Spidey gear. Uh, really?
4: Yeah. Can't get Spidey? Is he done fighting yet? No? Okay. What's up, Clark?
3: Uh here, I'm gonna I'm gonna send you your line and you gotta read it out when I stop here, Kirkland. Kirkland, okay. the comic book aficionado, was in his element.
5: I never thought I'd see Gotham City and Metropolis in real life.
4: <laughs> Why would you? Why would you think that?
3: Uh, their quest led them to the inkwell of imagination. An ancient artifact that to grant the power of creation. To obtain it, they had to participate in a crossover event running forces <laughs> of the various superheroes. Oh, it's a big orgy threat.
4: now. Okay, there we go. Oh
3: yeah, with their wits and newfound abilities, they defeated the cosmic menace, earning their respect and gratitude to the comic book heroes. In return, nice. they were presented with the inkwell of Imagination, a quill that could bring uh, bring their wildest ideas to life. All right, <clears throat> into the cinematic <laughs> <Two Cocks>. universe. <laughs>
2: Solo Um, (laughs) blowjob. No bones. (laughs) The final
3: artifact, the reel of reality. That's a cool (sighs) term. uh, Shit. Awaited them in a dimension filled with blockbuster movie magic. They found themselves in a place where iconic film characters roamed freely, from Jedi Knights to Hogwarts wizards. Holy shit! This is
4: one Um, expensive ass. This is Ready Player One, but this is our final movie.
2: (laughs) (laughs) This is how we get sued
3: out the ass. (laughs) Taylor, the tech guru, couldn't help but marvel at the advanced movie making technology. (laughs) I'd give anything to bring some of this back to our world.
4: What? He's the tech guy. He wasn't the movie guy. Why can't I get that line? (laughs) ChatGPT, I know nothing. I just say stuff and read.
3: (laughs) God damn! Oh, their quest to the cinematic. No one's buying my action figure. Uh, involved assisting famous directors in creating their next blockbuster.
4: What a journey! Before you get the real reality, you have to help Spielberg, uh, Cameron with their next.
3: We movies. gotta finish Avatar 9.
4: Yeah, we're there for decades. <laughs> um.
3: They pitched ideas, acted in scenes, and even helped with special effects. Their dedication to the craft impressed the filmmakers, and they were rewarded with the reel of reality. Oh,
4: okay. Made sense, yeah. I thought it was just like a side quest we decided to take on, like, let's just help them out so we get the reel, yeah.
3: Okay. Cosmic Convergence. With all three artifacts in their possession, the trio returned to their basement studio, ready to unlock the power of the Cosmic Convergence. The room crackled (laughs) with anticipation as they placed the artifacts (laughs) on the table. Kirkland held the inkwell of imagination, Travis the controller of power, and Taylor the reel of reality. <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> as they
4: activated the artifacts. <laughs> like Out of all of them, I get the one I shouldn't. The video game one. Not the comic book, not the film stuff. You get the vibrator. <laughs> yeah. What do I do with this?
3: Uh as the active they activated the artifacts, a blinding light engulfed them, and the boundaries between dimensions blurred. Suddenly. They found themselves floating in a cosmic void surrounded by swirling galaxies. The artifacts combined, unleashing a wave of energy that rippled through the multiverse. The trio had become the Guardians of the Cosmic Convergence, <laughs> responsible for maintaining balance and harmony. I do want that great. life. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I I got a family. <laughs> I don't want to just be the, God, the Guardians of the Cosmic That's It's a very
4: origins. dark ending. <laughs>
3: yeah. Uh, their podcast geek first took on a whole new dimension as they shared their adventures and knowledge with listeners across the multiverse. They become mm-hmm. legends in the realms of geekdom, with countless <laughs> fans yearly awaiting their next cosmic journey. But never see our family. <laughs> no,
4: again. No, no. We're locked gone. somewhere to podcast forever. <laughs> so we're like the most famous podcast because our podcast is through the multiverse. But we never see anyone ever again. This picture is like the
5: red skull
3: just floating there. Yeah. Like just on wanting here. to be done with this. Yeah.
4: Well, let's talk about Avatar Nine, boys. <laughs>
3: And so Taylor, Travis, and Kirkland continued to explore the wonders of the multiverse, podcasting their way through the dimensions, and ensuring that the geekverse remained a place of infinite
4: excitement and adventure. There you go. Did you ask it for an end credit? I
2: will
3: you gotta,
4: now. You gotta ask for an end credit because I just love to see what it would do. It would just be like they were happy to be away from their family. Podcast Room in the void. Yeah. No, that's good. The, I like the idea. We'd have to take out all the IP, but you know, not not a bad idea there.
5: We could make them, like, original characters. Yeah, yeah. Or super, Geekha's characters, super dad. like
4: Pan yeah. Solo in there, you know. Exactly. Them, you know.
3: Okay, <clears throat> as the screen fades to black, uh, the audience Always. begins to shuffle out of the theater. So this <laughs> is now fanfics turn into
4: a theatrical <laughs> the <Adjurko laughs> movie. Uh, <clears throat> I love that they have to add this. Like, they were getting restless, and they had to go to their cars, you know. <laughs> Don't add that little bit.
3: Uh, the credits roll accompanied by a hauntingly earing sound eerie soundtrack. However, for those who remain seated, there's something more to discover in this end credit scene. The camera slowly zooms in <laughs> on an empty, dimly lit room illuminated <laughs> <laughs> only by a flickering fluorescent light above. The walls are covered in peeling wallpaper and the air is filled with a suffocating sense of dread. Whoa. Jesus! In the center of the room, a wooden chair stands om- ominously. Oh, strapped, del- strapped to it is a figure in tattered clothing, their face obscured by shadows. It is television. <laughs> <laughs> the camera moves closer, revealing that the person is unconscious, their head hanging low. Suddenly, <laughs> a, s- a sinister voice whispering, "Echo." Oh, sorry. Suddenly, a sinister whispering voice echoes through the room sending shivers down the spine of anyone still watching. The voice speaks in a language that is both ancient and malevolent, as if invoking dark forces. As the voice continues its eerie incantation, the figure in the chair slowly awakens, their head lifting to reveal eyes filled with terror. They struggle against their restraints, but it's futile. The room seems to tighten its grip on them, as if it were a living, malevolent entity. (laughs) Going on? <laughs> the camera cuts <laughs> to the figures trembling hands where a small ornate box sits the box is adorned <laughs> with mysterious <laughs> symbols <laughs> and seems to radiate an otherworldly energy with trembling figures the f- fingers the figure opens the box revealing a grotesque and ancient artifact within a twisted pulsating heart still faintly
4: beating <laughs> <laughs> what did we do <laughs>
5: I thought it was a happy ending to our movie. What is going on here? The
4: room begins
3: to tremble and the walls crack as if the very fabric of reality is tearing apart. The figure's agonized screams are drowned out by the cacophonous sounds of a nightmarish dimension breaking Jesus. through. This
4: <laughs> went from like a family adventure movie to like
3: fucking <laughs> Freddy Krueger's here. What's going. <laughs> just as the room is about to collapse in the chaos the screen cuts to black leaving the audience with a chilling sense of unease sinister voice lingers in their ears yeah that's that's pretty much a, quick, it's got to be dylan right right yeah then, ask
4: it for a sequel dylan. quickly and we'll do that then we'll go to news here just i want to see if it picks up on any of that but yeah, we're going to talk about some Batman news, talking about some authority news, which I'm sure... Forgot David's we had on. topics. Yeah, <laughs> you know. <laughs> uh, I, luckily, we've had topics, but if the strike keeps going on, you know, soon you will get just all ChatGPT episodes. But this was too good to pass up us on. Us so. as
5: well, not just ChatGPT replacing us.
4: Yeah, literally, the whole whole shebang. So, yeah. that's great. Oh, I'm glad that it knows us, you know. That that, that shows that that we have surprise. some sort of, yeah, digital footprint out there, you know. So. It's a little scary.
5: I was scared what he was going to do, especially just considering all the sexual innuendos that were foreseen. Uh, <laughs> but not <laughs> foreseen. this night. Yeah, not this night.
4: Oh, no. Pulsating. Oh, no. Oh, no. What's going on? Give it to us. This is
3: crazy. Okay. Holy shit. So we were right in some of our speculations.
2: Oh, um,
3: no. <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> uh, it's
4: titled The Malevolent Pact. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's a fucking banger! <laughs> really title. good titles, <laughs> yeah. Like, what is the legality of this? Because we should t- steal these uh, ideas and use in our podcasts and then twist them yeah. and turn them. But fine, that's good. Go ahead.
3: So, uh, in the dimly lit room, <coughs> first, yep. uh, dimly lit forsaken room where the oh, end so we, scene had left wow, off. Oh, we pick right up. Um, that's cool. It I like picks, that. Picks right up. Yeah. Uh, the room's oppressive atmosphere seems to hold its breath, waiting for the inevitable. Then a soft, eerie chuckle reverberates through the air. <laughs> <laughs> Dylan, <laughs> <laughs> the man who had been strapped to the ominous chair, regains consciousness. <laughs> Panic and confusion flood his eyes as he looks around the nightmare room, memories of his ordeal flooding back.
4: <laughs> so that's what. I- <laughs> That's why he was
3: away
5: for the (laughs) podcast for a little (laughs) bit. He was strapped to this chair.
4: We got oh, we got you got to screenshot these and we got to read these on air again with Dylan because I want to know why Chat GPT (laughs) decided to take Dylan out of the equation and save him for the end credit. Like out of the three, like I just want to know why. Oh my God, that's so good. Oh,
3: God loves me. Resurgence. (laughs) (laughs) So uh suddenly <clears throat> excuse me the sinister voice returns Its whisper is more malicious and hypnotic than ever it seems to echo from within dylan's own mind the ancient language <laughs> once foreign now feels strangely familiar as if it's being etched into the very fabric of his being dylan's trembling hands still restrained by the sinister straps reach for the grotesque pulsating heart within the <laughs>
4: ornate box <laughs> still sex stuff it's gotta huh? be the heart
5: from uh dishonored that's what it must be from arcane there you go Which arcane or? retro
4: which also, why did they not reveal Dylan in the end credit of the first movie? They just let him, as like, he was confused. You see like, his fingers. His face. Yeah, and then yeah. the second one, like, oh, yeah, that was Dylan. Like, wouldn't the hype thing be <laughs> to reveal Dylan at the end of the first one and then? But I digress. <laughs> uh,
3: the artifact pulses in response to his touch, and a grotesque smile spreads across his face. He understands now. He is no longer a victim. He becomes an instrument of darkness. <laughs> oh, oh, no. Uh, the room shakes violently and the walls crack further as the malevolent forces Dylan has unwittingly unleashed surge forth shadows morph into nightmarish shapes and the room's dimensions distort as it becomes a gateway to a realm beyond comprehension Dylan's transformation is complete he is no longer the man who is bound to the chair he is a harbinger of (laughs) chaos a servant (laughs) a servant to the ancient malevolent entity that sought to break free with newfound power coursing through him, he is determined to complete the Dark Pact. Outside the room, the world remains oblivious to the unfolding horror. Yeah. The malevolent pact's influence begins to spread, its tendrils reaching out to those susceptible to its dark allure. Good thing we're Cut with our families. Yeah. <laughs> Cut to a chilling shot of Dylan, now clad in eerie, otherworldly garb, standing at the precipice <laughs> of an abyssal void. Absolute <laughs> <Excellent> chaps. <laughs> <laughs> in the His malevolent laughter joins the cacophonous symphony of chaos, and the screen fades to black. <laughs> Jesus, okay, that's, that's the go. movie. That was a sequel. A, that was a sequel. That's all it gave.
4: <laughs> me. It was just an origin movie.
3: <laughs> yeah. As the credits roll, the audience is left with a sense of foreboding, knowing that the world is about to descend into darkness.
4: <laughs> Give and me one Dylan's, more. Give me one more. We need a conclusion of what happens us in the story. We're <laughs> just podcasting. <laughs> yeah. We're i are podcasting to the multiverse. I love that the second movie is literally just a whole just villain setup movie and doesn't See, do much. He's in the room, he gets out, you know. This is
5: what would have happened if Dylan never came back to us. <laughs> if he yeah. never rejoined All the right. podcast. I'm asking what happens
3: what happens to Taylor Travis and Kirkland a follow-up yeah. to Dylan's resurgence.
4: Yeah. Death. Uh
3: the shadows of redemption the return of taylor travis kirkland
4: okay. <laughs> yes i guess because we weren't in the fucking second movie we were this... <laughs> what a
5: plot twist though if you yeah, don't yeah. have like the main characters from the the first movie in your sequel no. Jeez.
3: okay <clears throat> excuse me in the wake of dylan's resurgence and the malevolent pact the world is plunged into darkness chaos reigns as the malevolent forces unleashed threaten to consume everything but there is still hope a flicker of light in the abyss and it rests with the once innocent trio. To to <laughs> what did we do? The
4: we innocent. did it for all
5: the right. I thought we did it for all the right reasons. Well,
4: I think they're saying because the chaos has spread. Probably, like maybe it got to us or something. Right? Like we've mm. been affected by this chaos. We were once innocent, but I don't know maybe. <laughs>
3: Dylan, now a sinister me. puppet of the malevolent entity, begins his reign of terror. He uses his newfound dark powers to sow discord and despair, and the world trembles under his malevolent influence, but deep within, a fragment of his former self yearns yes. for redemption. Yes. yes. <laughs> Taylor, the tech-savvy member of the trio, becomes determined <laughs> to save their former friend <laughs> from the clutches of darkness. Uh, so te- te- <laughs> the main character. Armed with his technical prowess, he delves into ancient texts <laughs> and Forbidden <laughs> knowledge. Seeking a way to break the malevolent impact and bind Dylan, Travis, ever the optimist. <laughs> oh, that's not true. <laughs> Embarks on a journey to seek allies <clears throat> among the realms they visited during their cosmic adventures. You're like he Gandalf. Believes, yeah, you're going I'll, I'll, the a I'll say I can yeah. be a recruiter. You know, I recruit yeah. a lot of GAs, so I'll take that yeah, one.
4: Ever optimist? I don't know about that. I think I'm pretty <laughs> pessimistic, but.
3: Uh, he believes that their podcasting connections across the dimensions can form an alliance to stand against the living threat. Yeah. <laughs> the Mario? next movie is going to have like, Chris <laughs> pop in. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, <clears throat> Kirkland, the comic book enthusiast, discovers prophecies and legends hidden within the pages of forgotten comic books. <laughs>
4: This is the first edition. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say they have. Bu- wasn't he the comic book expert? So they've bumped him down to enthusiast now.
3: Uh, let me back scroll <laughs> here and yeah. see. That's
4: about the G.A. shows he up was, like, portals and yeah. Endgame. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, on your left. Yeah. yeah. So see, you were in the first movie, you were an expert, but now you're just an enthusiast, Kirkland. So something <laughs> happened in that second movie. Well, was focusing
5: along. on podcasting too yeah. much, I guess.
4: Yeah. Uh, he uncovers Fuck. stories of heroes
3: who once faced similar dark forces and triumphs, giving them hope that the guidance needed, hope, cope, and guidance needed for their perilous quest. Together, Taylor, Travis, and Kirkland traverse the various dimensions they've encountered, seeking artifacts, knowledge, and allies that can aid them in their mission <laughs> to rescue Dylan. This is Endgame.
4: It literally is Endgame because yeah. we're going across <laughs> from multiverse. Yeah.
3: Along the way, they encounter iconic characters and face challenges that test their bonds and resolve. As they progress in their quest, Dylan's struggle against the Malevolent Entity intensifies. The remnants of his humanity spark a rebellion within him, but the Malevolent Force is relentless, determined to retain its hold. In a climactic oh, showdown, man. Taylor, Travis, and Kirkland and their newfound allies confront Dylan and the Malevolent Entity in a cosmic battle of light versus darkness. The fate of not only their friend, but also the multiverse hangs in the balance. The Shout battle Ray Dylan, on.
4: who... The power level, he's just taking us in like Spider-Man, like he's taking on all yeah. these he- heroes, you know, it's yeah. not even him in the army. So. And
5: internal struggle uh, amongst mm-hmm. all
3: of this.
4: Is he going to make it or is he going to die in the battle? <laughs> I'm scared. Oh, I know. I know. <laughs> uh,
3: the battle rages on <clears throat> with diz- dazzling displays of power and heart-wrenching sacrifices. Oh, God. Mm, Ultimately, the, tri- the trio's <laughs> unwavering friendship and determination weaken the malevolent entity's yeah. grip on Dylan. In a final act of redemption, Dylan sacrifices himself no, to save I the knew multiverse I knew it. <laughs> 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 uh, Damn it.
4: Damn it.
2: We're With the close. malevolent force to be. Damn defeated, them
3: The world begins to heal. The trio yes. returns to their podcast. Yes. Now with, t- <laughs> now, with tales of heroism and redemption to share with our listeners across the dimensions.
5: You're like Will Turner coming to see you for your decade away from your family. And then you have to go back to podcasting podcast. in cause the cosmic realm. I can go
4: back on the Dutchman podcast. Uh,
3: <clears throat> the scars of their journey remain, but so does the hope that even in the darkest of times, light can prevail. The Shadows of Redemption concludes with Taylor, Travis, and Kirkland standing together stronger than ever, ready nice. to face whatever cosmic challenges <laughs> the multiverse may throw their way. The world may have been forever changed by Dylan's resurgence, but it is their unwavering friendship and newfound knowledge that will guide them towards a brighter future. Oh, man.
5: Damn. Man.
4: Shit. Yeah. You're what? a hero, Dylan. Yeah, you what? are yeah. a hero. Right for you, Dylan. You, know, you, you, you laid down the line. L- laid it on the line for all of us, man. What a... Yeah. And that was the that third
5: was. movie that yeah Wow,
4: that was that was our Avengers Endgame. <laughs> yeah. Taylor, you screenshot these and make sure at some point we ask these all these questions again because I want to get to a fourth one, but I don't want to now because we'll go down a rat hole. But I want to know where okay. we go. This might be the next yeah. bread and butter ar- originals because man, I, I want to know like, an hour uh, almost. <laughs> yeah, I know. I want to know if it pulls from anybody else, any because I feel like we say s bubs enough. I wonder if we could ever. Pull. I don't know what it's pulling from, but it pulled from us. So, and I, I'm just curious of what happens. I guarantee you we won't do now, but I guarantee you in the fourth one it might be a shadowy figure and it's like and it's dylan like he'll be <laughs> back <laughs> probably because that always happens somehow so <laughs> remember we did the whole lord of the rings without aragorn and then the end yeah. credit was like aragorn returned. i was like <laughs> what that was the point but he was there all along yeah but i suppose we'll be dropping that so uh a big thank you to him and he's i've said he's gonna he's gonna pick a movie for us to retro it's his free time he, he, people might think he's a paid intern he's not he's definitely an unpaid not right. intern but he is our he's guy he's not that getting that paid college credit for this either he's content. not getting anything <laughs> yeah Yeah, (laughs) yeah, exactly. He's -hmm. still putting it on his
3: resume, though, when he applies it. Absolutely. Oh, that's fine. I'll I'll give him a
4: good. Yeah, I'll give him a good. uh, Yeah, put my phone number on there, and the the new boss can call me, and I'll drop a reference there. There you go, S Bubs. You hear that? You got four. You can say I got a reference from four small business owners that I've done some work with. Look at that. That's a good one to have. Four CEOs. yeah (laughs) oh geek first podcast that's shit i hate that episode (laughs) i give it a (laughs) one star (laughs) (laughs) that would be fucking wild (laughs) and so it's just interviewing for his dream job as this boss is going off oh i hate (laughs) the geek first but um